This is Terror House Radio with Matt Forney and Bryden Proctor. Yeah, welcome to it. Terror House Radio, episode number 51. I'm Matt Forney, your charming and loquacious host, and the founder and editor-in-chief of Terror House Press. With me is my co-host and producer, Bryden Proctor. How are you doing, Bryden? Human life moves only in one direction, toward disease, damage, and death. The best you can hope for is to remain stagnant, or in certain cases, return to a previous condition when things weren't as bad as they've become for you. I, I like that. I like that. That's uh, what got that, It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's pretty good. It's been ages since I read Ligotti, but man, that's a great fucking passage. You know what that reminds me of? Catholic priest once told me this, uh, this metaphor for life. All of us have a chain around our ankles that's dragging us towards death, and there's no way to get around it. He said it in much starker terms. You know, he had that, you know, that scary Catholic priest countenance, but, uh, you know, very, very Ligotti-esque. Yeah, and then he said, all right, Matt, now get off those sweet little undies. Nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. you weren't cute enough to rape. <laughs> so he's like, I, you know, like, I mean, if he's got all the pickings he could go, why go for a little bald pudge ball? I like to imagine you were just bald as a kid, too. Like, just like a bald little beard. You like, It's just you, but shorter, you know? Like like in Star Trek Nemesis, where there, there's the picture of Picard Young, and he's also bald? Uh, never seen it. Nah, it's it's shit. But they they do that in the they do that in the movie because they think the audience is stupid, which to be fair they are. I mean, I don't know about Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> yeah, he is bald too. That's pretty good. I like that. Well, it's a picture. Yeah, well, I think the premise of it, if I recall correctly, was that like you know Picard is like this Romulan you know half brother or something, and this was done to establish that they're that they're brothers, you know, and you know the Romulan is always bald because he's evil, so they had to put that in there. Yeah, I don't know. I've never spent much time watching Star Trek. I know about you know you got the Borg; they drive around in a big cube and say like assimilate or something like that and then you got the klingons which are like uh angry warlike black people and then you got uh who's the you got the reading rainbow guy and yeah, he's blind and then uh spock was uh you know he's he's uh a vulcan uh and then you got data and data he's a robot and Whoopi goldberg was on the ship for a while and one of those things yeah, yeah, yeah. She was there. You know, there was also uh, there was also that race of uh, of uh, emoting psychics. Um, there was that. Uh, there was that. Uh, there was the Ferengi who are uh, space Jews. Um, you know, there's there's all kinds of wonderful stereotypes in Star Trek. Actually, it's funny. This you know this 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 reminds me. I saw something really stupid on Twitter yesterday. Some leftist what? was comparing how how. Uh, Aliens were depicted in Soviet uh, cinema compared to American <laughs> cinema, and like you know, in Soviet cinema, they're all they all look human and benevolent, and in American cinema, they all look like you know. It's, it, they give examples of like you know the alien from Alien. They're all hideous, and, and he's like, this really show this really shows how each society viewed uh, other cultures, and it's like, no, it shows that the Soviets were broke and didn't know how and didn't have enough money for good makeup. Right. Yeah. Before I even read the tweet, I saw the uh, saw the picture. 
Um, you know, I was like, oh yeah, shit. I guess they really had, did have to make do on their on their budget there. That's that's kind of weird. And it was like, oh no, of course you used it to make some type of communist good America bad thing. It's like, no. Nah. It's like <laughs> it's like I'm thinking about how this guy would interpret like uh, Star Trek the original series versus Star Trek the Next Generation. The, you know, the more monstrous appearance of the Klingons in Star Trek the Next Generation versus the original series is proof of how America became more xenophobic under the fascist Ronald Reagan regime. <laughs> no, it's because they had, the TNG had a bigger budget. The reason why the, the reason why the Klingons didn't look that great in the original series because they had no money. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll bet I'm not smart enough to know anything about this, but I'll bet like somebody would, one of these fucking dorks in the world. There's got to have been like descriptions of like, um, you know, Russian, you know, monster horror type of things like in stories and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't, you know, it wasn't pretty. I guarantee they oh, made dude, monsters, dude. you know, dude, just, dude. Russia is an entire Russian literature, Russian, you know, this the aspect of culture. It's just like an entire world of eldritch horrors. You know, uh, I forget the exact term for it. They have something they have a term for like a witch whose like entire purpose is just to steal children and like, you know, rape their souls and stuff. Sure. Like, yeah, they've got, you know, they, they've got their monster myths like everybody does. Yeah, but that just I don't know. What a dumb fucking like the thing is, man, like this, this is why I'm so happy to not be on Twitter. I encourage people to just stay the fuck away from that website. It's like you're already going to run into some dumbass people everywhere else on the Internet and in real life. But I think it's the worst on Twitter. I mean, granted, I don't I don't know. Maybe Facebook is is worse. But uh, are you are you vaping or struggling to breathe? I'm vaping. OK, well, one of these days it's going to be, a you know, um, but. <laughs> you sound like a monster. Brian, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Oh, I'm sure it's. Uh, but no, I just I think Twitter's probably the worst one because you've got like all of the aspects of this like extreme dumbassery, and then you get to see the numbers on them of people who are like, actually, that's a really good analysis, and everybody is either 85 or 20, and it's just the worst fucking. It's the worst fucking website. I don't know. I, people are very quick to, to, to make these large claims about situations or, or just ideas that they have. And I think you're probably not supposed to let all those out. You're maybe supposed to write them down. You'd be like, that's neat. And then kind of revisit it a little bit or, or whatever. But instead, you get this dumbass shit where it's all that does is prove exactly what all the people that are against communism say, which is like, yeah, man, the Soviets were fucking poor. I'll bet those movies did suck dick. You know, it, it's, but they, I don't know. I don't, do you think that the person who said that it all honestly believed it or was it just like, this is the first thing that came to mind. I'll bet I can get a bunch of these retweeties going. I didn't, I didn't look into the guy that deeply enough, but um, it, it could go either way, but I'm leaning towards sincere because people are that fucking stupid. I mean, I will partially defend Soviet cinema in that they did make some really good movies like white son of the desert. But the thing is, even those movies are janky as fuck. Like the editing in White Sun of the Desert, which came out in I think 1971, it it's it looks like a, it would be B movie quality in the U.S. in terms of how like bad it is production value wise. Um, so I think I think this guy is stupid. I've I've seen other dumbass takes along the same lines from online communists. There was a guy who was like, you said something to the effect of like, uh, 
How did Putin, who was a member of the Vladimir Putin, who was a member of the Communist Party when he was young, uh, become such a reactionary right wing figure? It's like you had to join the Communist Party in a communist state because it was required. It was the only way to get a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Do they really like the USSR? They probably do, huh? They're probably like, whoa, what a cool place that was when. Well, it's like we're we're so far removed from like the USSR actually existing that people can just kind of retcon it as being cool. Like you know, these are all fucking dumbass zoomers. I'm sure. You know, they were born in like you know the the mid to late '90s, um, well after the Soviet Union was gone. You know, their formative years were in the 2000s and 2010s with the for the financial crisis and all that shit. Uh, they think communism is cool because I mean they. You know, they they did they didn't grow up in the era where we were hearing about bread lines and mass starvation and mass repression and just and just the the whole thing was a was a bad scene, man. It was a it was a bad scene. It's just so weird. It's just it's just it's just bizarre. And you see more and more of it. And it's like I think a lot of it is it's just kind of this culturally acceptable way to quote unquote rebel. You know. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's no, like, they're not edgy, dude, you know? But, like, I guess it's it's frowned upon to be a fucking edgelord now. But in my day, and even still, I think being an edgelord is pretty awesome. Back in the day, back in my day, we threw Romans on the street and all the black people laughed. <laughs> pretty much. It, it put what, back in my day of fucking, I mean, this has all happened rather quickly. Like, I think everybody being on the internet is kind of the issue. Is like now there's like 20 year olds that are just throwing a hissy fit on the internet when it used to be the best they could do was like wear a t shirt that said fuck the man or whatever. You know, now they're on the internet and like companies are looking at them like, okay, that's the demographic we got to go for because they've got all that TikTok money. You know, so it's they make the rules now, they make the fucking rules. It's weird. It's weird. How did we just turn society yeah. on its head? It didn't used to be that. When I was 20, you know what people told me? Shut the fuck up and get back on the grill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, same, same fucking thing. You know, nobody fucking cared about 20 years opinions when, you know, when I was 20, you know, but uh, you can, you can see like the quality of the internet just having gone down every year as more and more people joining it joined it like the internet was very uh i don't want to maybe not, maybe erudite's not the right word it was a lot better in like 1999 because when 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 only rich people owned computers and you had to you know go on irc chats and yeah. instant messenger and you know there was shit like uh you know goatsy still floating around <laughs> you know that was that was cool that was funny you had blogs remember blogs when you yeah. you know if you had an opinion you had to actually write it out in a continuous line of reasoning and think about things now it's just like dude you, you fire off a tweet like do 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 communism is awesome yeah well i mean and you're right the thing is you you wrote it on your stupid blog nobody came and read the damn thing but you were like i'm gonna be a writer someday and then you know you you know you did uh, and then, you know, I just, uh, I, I, I go back and wonder how many attempts there were to groom me as a young kid on the internet. Like I, there must've been several, I thank God nothing well, ever happened, but you know, there had to have been well, groomers out there. Well, I mean, you're just way too dense to pick up on a grooming attempt. That may be it. Yeah. I was just, I was, but a boy, Matt, I was, but a boy. You're the you're the you're the kind of kid who you would have to be pinned down uh, face first in a toilet to, for you to get the message. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking about you know high-minded things like how mu- how much different video games will be in the future, and the answer is um, better looking but worse, which is how I kind of feel about life. It's going to be a lot more clear but worse. Yeah, you were you were pondering such deep questions as how how big can a woman's breasts really be without augmentation? Oh, I didn't care about the last part of that. I just really wondered how big that could be. <laughs> um, are you a boob man or an ass man? Um, it depends. It, it, it depends on the woman, because like I've seen some like big ass bitches that look terrible. I've seen some big titty bitches that look terrible. You know, it's kind of like saying like. I think I think it'd be like uh, asking, you know, like what's your favorite hairstyle? Hey, it doesn't look good on everybody, you know. It's uh, it's, you, you gotta. That's a very very middle very very middle of the road answer. I I like it. Well, it's you know, it's I'm 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 just saying you gotta you gotta look at things from a uh, from from a a more high minded and 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 uh, uh, kind of aerial. Uh, almost godlike perspective of which I um, uh, most days you, feel of myself as. So you have to you have to take it in holistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you got to really look at like you know um, the 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 whole the the whole. You got to look at the whole. You got to look the whole. Look at the whole of the whole. You got to get a whole. You got to just look at the whole. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I and I asked that because this is actually a very serious academic question. As I as I found out, I remember oh, being really? interviewed by this by Jay Dyer like six years ago because I, I wrote an article about this that was sort of tongue in cheek, uh, but it broke down uh, which countries uh, in which countries people preferred boobs generally and which countries people preferred asses. Huh. Um, and there's a pretty clear gradient where the countries that prefer boobs are generally the countries that are historically civilized and pleasant to live in. Whereas the countries that prefer asses are all dirt, degenerate, wretched hellholes. So this confirms my theory that I am black. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, because, like, you know, I remember talking about this with Jay Dyer. Um, you know, there's, there's, you think about it. You know, the the ass is very primal. It's very, it's very savage. It's you know, it's very kind of uh, you know, just just goes right to your lizard hiding brains. Whereas boobs and uh, more especially legs are, you know, represent refinement as it were, you know, plus there's another aspect of it as well. Um, the, the fuck would Floyd like, say about all this? Um, he would say, he hey, it's probably, you're probably just want to bang your mom. He probably would. And I would yeah. be like, yes, but, Dr. Freud, I do want to bang Matt's mom. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, uh, the idea behind this is like, um, the ass is like the one body part uh, of a woman that gets bigger without any conscious effort on her part because, you know, you can just shovel food into her gullet and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, um, which is where the primitive aspect of it comes into, you know, aspect. comes into it. Aspect, yeah. You see, like, you know, those ancient figurines of, like, you know, goddess figures with stetopegia or whatever it is, you know, you see, like shit, what they go, what goes on in the deepest corner, darkest corners of Africa, where they're still using witch doctors to protect themselves from bullets. Um, yeah, whereas whereas boobs, you know, it's kind of and legs are kind of a kind of a, a breeding thing. You know, you either you either got it or you don't. And if you you know, where are you getting legs from? I've got legs. 
Well, it's yeah, ev- yeah, everyone has legs. Not yes. everybody, Matt. But... Okay, Tell that to the you... veterans, buddy. <laughs> well, like long legs on a woman were considered a sign of good breeding and uh, pre- 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 aristocracy. <laughs> okay. Gay. Um... <laughs> Well, I mean, think of a woman with short legs, you know, know, what would that woman probably look like? She'd probably be speaking Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. She's she's speaking Spanish. She's speaking Spanish and she cleans houses for a living. Not all of them. Some of them. Nah, but. You know, some of them work at the fucking grocery store. (laughs) You know. No. Have you considered this? That maybe it's not so deep. Uh and things just fall in and out of style. Because, like, the 80s, you know, I think it was 70s or 80s, Rod Stewart had that song, Hot Legs. You know, he's all, I love you, honey, talking about legs and stuff. People are all, legs, legs, God, you know, legs right up to her neck, like this whole fucking, woo, yeah. And then, you know, you like, in the 20s, people were like, oh, them ankles. Oh, them ankles. You know, I maybe things just fall in and out of style. And in general, people just want to look, just be like, "All right, bitch, get naked." Well, I'm, I'm well. First off, I don't necessarily believe all this. I'm just pointing out the academic arguments that people fucking make. Um, I think there's a little bit to it, but uh, not necessarily. But it is, it is, it is worth thinking about because, again, you know that that map of uh, that map of boobs versus ass kind of tracks, you know, you know, with 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 the national stereotypes of what we would think. Okay. There's even a map of state-by-state you know, state in the U.S. The what? states that prefer boobs are generally the ones that are nice to live in, or at least were nice to live in before all this happened. Let me let me, let me, me hit you with this. And, you know, this is going to sound pretty bad, but it's it's true. Um, I, have you seen National Geographic? Those titties aren't nice. <laughs> Maybe, you I, know, they're like, oh, I don't really care about but look at that ass, though. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's among other, other things that are, you know, that are present gotta, in the jungle. Because you got to think, you got to think if you're just sitting down there and the only fucking tits you've ever seen in your life are these fucking droopy dogs hanging off of there. You know, it's not. It's you know, you'd be like, all right, well, let me go for the fat ass, right? Or, or as my, or as my friend in Southeast Asia described it, so many women having a pregnant dog nipples. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, all, I'm, all I'm saying is. Those titties ain't great, man. I, I did flip through the National Geographic as a kid. I was disappointed. You know, I was still happy to see tits, but I was disappointed. You're not getting those those big young turkey naturals from uh, perky naturals from from fucking you know uh, the the the, the uh, from up north of Africa. And think about this: what about Japan? No asses in the whole country, but occasionally some big tits. Yeah, yeah, you know, same in same in China. You know, more tits than ass. That's eh, a weird one. It's a weird one. I don't know. I think I've cracked the code. I think I've cracked the code. It's just it's just social trends in general, mental fuck whatever. And uh, I don't know if you just leave your tits flopping out in the sun forever. I mean, they probably won't look so great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that makes that I'm makes a sense. fucking genius. You are. You are. Get right down to the bottom of any of these problems that no person should ever spend time thinking about. 
You're like you're like Billy Bob Thornton and Sling Blade in the scene where everyone's trying to figure out why the mower isn't working, and he's like, "It don't got no gas in it." <laughs> that's you. You 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 are you are Sling Blade. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Things didn't end up so hot for him. Well, I mean, he was uh, he's a righteous man. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I finished. Uh, I finished on the genealogy morality. <laughs> I don't care about. <laughs> Uh, how how was it? How was it? Oh, it's a fucking Nietzsche book, man. So, you know, Freddie Nietzsche, he always delivers. But, uh, you know, at the end, you walk away going like, what a fucking prick. Um, pretty good. I mean, pretty good. I started this, uh, decided to cool it uh, before I got into the Schopenhauer uh, stuff. But uh, I, this is Colin McGinn, dude. I'm just listening to a few kind of dumb lectures of his stuff. Which is like it's it's good that he did it, but it's fucking boring to me so far because he's just like it's this basically philosophy one oh one course, you know, condensed into like a series of a few lectures. So I guess it's kinda neat, but it's like, okay, so this is what all of these people you know, these are the big questions of all of this and like what is knowledge? And it's like fine, I guess, but get to the part where we're all gonna die. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's it's fine. Gives me something to do. I mean, and it's not just outright like, oh yeah. By the way, people should stop reproducing. <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I was actually going to give you a couple more recommendations in that category. If yeah. You're, uh, if you're up for it, uh, Confessions of an Antinatalist by uh, Jim Crawford, um, which is it's more it's more it's more memoir than it is really kind of a kind of philosophy. But it's interesting. Basically, guy had an absolute shit fucking life. Um, and came to the conclusion that, you know, you know, it would have been better if his daughters had never, never existed. Uh, he was supposed to be writing a follow-up, but I don't, I, I think <laughs> something died. I, it, he it very well may have been because I used to, I used to talk to him a lot on Twitter. This was years ago. Like he was, I think he was working at a Taco Bell. Like he was in his sixties. Like he, he had an absolute shit life. Um, and then he just kind of dropped off the map. I think he, I think he just got, you know, finished with it. Um, and there's another book from the same publisher called Every Cradle is a Grape by Sarah Perry. That one's a lot, lot more uplifting because it's about antinatalism, but it's a, it's like weirdly happy, um, which makes sense when you consider that the author is a pothead. Hmm. Well, oh, she's a nice lady, but she's a nice lady, but you know, she and her husband like to like to uh, smoke it up. I don't know why I would care about the opinion that any woman besides Ayn Rand had. Oh, you're a, you're an objectivist now. Uh, you know, I just respect her work. Mm, and you know who else? Was, you know who else is pretty good. Uh, not really up my alley, but uh, pretty good. Uh, was it uh, was it Emma Goldman? She's interesting. The what, anarchist. The anarchist? Yeah, yeah. She's pretty. Are you are you trolling me? Or are you serious? No, I mean I read it when I was in my like early twenties and stuff. Yeah, she's okay. Uh, I've, never, I've actually never read any of her stuff. She was a nut. <laughs> She's a fucking nut. But you know, the only, thing, the only thing I ever read—the only thing I ever read—is the inscription on the Statue of Liberty. I don't think she wrote that, did she? That doesn't make sense. I, I think she did. Yeah. Emma Goldman did not write that. That would be hilarious. Who wrote the inscription on the Statue of Liberty? You're listening to the Google Stuff podcast yet again. No, that's uh, that's Emma Lazarus, bro. Oh, right. <laughs> Sounds Jewish. 
Well, I think she was also a also a communist. Well, Emma a Goldman, anarchist, a yeah. socialist, whatever. Yeah, I started the. Uh, I tried to do that uh, Max uh, Stirner shit, but apparently his name is Max Steiner or Stirner. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's pretty anarchisty, uh, and it's long. It's so long. Um, yeah, I'll get around. Yeah, Stirner. Yeah, Stirner. Stirner. Stirner is kind of a kind of a slog to get through. I mean, I like the general idea behind it. He's like, look, you believe in my shit or you don't believe in it. Either way, you're still doing it, dickhead. You're an unwilling <laughs> egoist or a willing egoist. So, fuck you. And it's like, oh, okay. And apparently he was such a dick to, like, all the communists and stuff at bars. Like, he just would show up and just be an asshole. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've read tons of stuff in this vein that was pretty, pretty good. Um, there's... Um... If you, if you like all that, well, I, I I would advise skipping Might Is Right because it's massively overrated. It's kind of funny in a in a stupid way, uh, and also uh, Anton Lavey plagiarized it for the Satanic uh, Bible. Oh, good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You can you could skip that. Um, the Gospel According to Malthusekul is pretty good. Um, that was written around the turn of the century. It's uh, more egoist writing, uh, more. Modern book from a friend of mine, uh, Trevor Blake, called uh, "Confessions of a Failed Egoist." That's really good. It's you know basically him reflecting on the fact that he's just not a very good egoist. Well, then he's unwilling. Uh, he's an unwilling egoist. Now, also, somebody is going to scream at me about the buzzing on your damn thing now that's come back, and I can't do anything uh, about it. So you can just deal with it. It's not as bad as it uh, as it was. Don't worry about it. You're kidding me. I fucking hate this. Yeah, it's the way that it is. Uh, you know, but well, if you if it's if you can hear it like you know during a a period where I'm not talking, oh, like yeah. when no one was talking, you could just take it out and post. Yeah, but no, it's not doing that. Um, so it's fine. I just wanted to point it out before somebody leaves some snarky, stupid fucking remark on Twitter or, or YouTube because I do see those things. I do see them. Uh, and yeah, yeah. you think you think you can you think you, you think you can dis. Bryden on Twitter because he's not there. Nah, he sees everything. He's always watching you through a keyhole. Ah, it's mainly on Matt's Twitter. I just check the Terror House uh, thing and then like, uh, that's about it. <laughs> but you know, I'll see you. I'll see you fucking talking shit if Terror House retweets it. I'll know. Or if you don't, leave a... don't let Brian, don't don't let Brian catch you lacking. Mm-hmm. I'll do nothing about it. <laughs> I'll just sit there and be like, you know what? What the fuck does this person even know? Huh? They don't know shit. They don't know shit. You know, one thing I do know, though. Um, well, I got two things I do know because I got a funny thing to tell you here in a second. But, dude, the only thing. Like, so I have I had a terrible day. Um, like, just a particularly terrible. Not the normal baseline terrible. Like, just a particularly terrible day. And the only thing that I've done to, like, do anything to combat combat that in any way that's worked has just been watching. I've probably watched, I don't know, easily three hours worth of clips of impractical jokers. Oh, that, that's a real show. Yeah, dude. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, I've only, I've, I've only, I've only heard of it through that meme you made a while back of, of the jokers, the impractical jokers. Well, I don't think I made it. That was already a format that would that existed. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, okay. But 
Yeah, it's 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 fucking hilarious, and like Sal Volcano is like a, a really funny stand-up and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just like a great show. It's the only thing that you know can actually make me laugh uh, because apparently it's like they don't uh, you know it's not all completely fake bullshit. I'm sure there's some doctoring that they do to things because it's a television show. But um, yeah, it's a it's a fucking awesome show. And, uh, you know, like old ladies watch it, you know, uh, but like Sal has like been on Legion of Skanks and like all of this stuff. So he's pretty cool. In one of the episodes, he's wearing a fucking Legion of Skanks shirt, which is like not an OK. It's a really edgy podcast. Um, yeah, that show is fucking so, hilarious. So what you're basically saying, this is fun for this. This is fun for the whole family. Basically, mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's like talking heads or Prince or Ghostbusters. It just you uni- it just unites people across class race and age i would hope so i'm not sure so much that uh prince is really fun for the whole family i I wouldn't let a child listen to prince you gotta be at least like 13 or something before you know because i don't want questions (laughs) about like hey what is she's got an ass like a limousine mean i'm like um uh well so there was a man named Prince. He was a Jehovah's Witness, and uh, he was one of the best damn musicians uh, that you're ever going to run into. Yep, yep. He also he also wanted to be white, which was which, which was interesting. Uh did he? Well, I mean, he acted um, like, but so did Michael Jackson. I mean, but Michael was like crazy. Well, it was people. well, it was well, it was more it was more it was more blatant in Michael Jackson's case. But like Prince, you know, you know, he, he fashioned his well for starters. He grew up in Minneapolis, which. You know, Minneapolis in the 60s and 70s had like five black people. Number two, he fashioned his entire image to be to defy racial stereotypes. He acted the exact opposite of the way a black man would act. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, then if you've ever seen Purple Rain, which is basically just, you know, self-insert fan fiction about himself. Um, he cast a white woman to play his character's mother. You know, um, he, he only dated white women. Now, I'm not knocking him. He was just one how of my that, favorite musicians. Wait, a black guy only dated white women. Oh, yeah. He's really just stop. He's defying racial stereotypes right there. <laughs> that rich, black, uh, talented artist is only dating white women? What? Whoa. What a, he really broke ground, huh? Yeah, he really, he, really, he, he really defied everyone's expectations there. I don't know. Maybe he set the trend. I, I don't know. But, yeah, Prince Rock sucks, dude. That guy is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson is obviously a more extreme case because he was, you know, fucking abused as a kid. Um, but you know, I mean, he's a bit of it with Prince too. Yeah, uh, Prince kicks ass. Prince is really cool, man. Um, oh, and they're also, and they're also, uh, they they also, but they're also both Jehovah's Witnesses, and they also both died of drug overdoses. Wait, Michael Jackson was Jehovah's Witness. He, he was raised a Jehovah's Witness. Um, if you've ever seen, uh, if you ever seen the thriller, you know there's a reason why at the beginning it's got that disclaimer about how the, you know the the music video doesn't endorse any belief in the undead. And he put that there because you know it would it would have pissed everyone off at the Kingdom Hall if he hadn't. I thought it would have just pissed everybody off like in the early '90s and shit when people were like, you know, he's supposed to be like this kid's star, uh, you know, like kids loved him and then. You know, like people, I think people don't remember quite as much as, you know, like we would. I guess anybody our age or older would remember just how goddamn Christian this country was just a few years ago. 
like not too long ago in the not too you know far back enough that human beings can remember it yeah i mean like dude like the 90s like it was like the only time things weren't like christiany was when it was like oh nirvana's out there you know like it's the things were slipknot was like a big fucking thing like my, my mom was not so thrilled about it but i was still allowed to listen to it but it was like you know, things were pretty fucking Christian-y. Now, I mean, there was a lot of Christian scamming, you know, send a dollar with, with this holy water on it, and you'll get, you know, a check with some you know, holy water on it, and all of that. But you know, That was the era of Joel Osteen and, you know, that other guy who got fucking caught. Yeah, a lot of those guys went to jail. Yeah, and that's shocking. You know, that was the era of Ted Haggard. Nah, he, he came a little later. That was, I think, 2007. But... You know, it is something that is interesting is just how, like, I don't know what these fucking, I, 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 I never thought I'd be this way, but the thing is, these kids aren't fucking cool. They aren't rebelling against shit. You know, I remember when it was like, like Christianity stuff was fucking everywhere. You know, uh, people were on TV saying, you say Merry Christmas and like, you know, it, it was no happy holidays, all of that. And then now it's just, I, on major like you get you get all of these things that are that are like actually that can go to hell and we you know muslim christmas or whatever kwanzaa i guess it's not muslim dude christmas, but. dude when i was when i was in high school like a, a local catholic anti-abortion group was allowed to go around to the public schools and you know lecture kids on why abortion was bad and you should choose life the public schools and this was in new york i didn't grow up in some super super conservative area that was that was 15 years ago. Not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people realize that, you know, I mean, I, I would hope that the majority of the people that, you know, listen to the show, like all 15 or, you know, 12 of them, that the majority of them are old enough to remember that. Cause like, the thing is, if I could set like in my streams, if I could just set like a, nobody is allowed under the age of 25, I totally would. You know, yeah, I, I can't like I can't say it enough. You damn kids get off my fucking Internet. Like, I don't like you little kids. I don't. I it's it's dumb. They act like they fucking know everything. And then all of a sudden they're they're bossing you uh, around. I, I they get, you know, it's so like, oh, you got to wear a mask. It's like, why? It's like because I have 30,000 TikTok followers. I've never even had the app. Why is that? Why is that my government now? Uh, yeah, the, the People's Republic of TikTok. It's fucking... Well, I mean, not far from it. Shit, it's a Chinese app. <laughs> yeah, time. I mean, uh, I increasingly find kids to be fucking annoying, which probably proves that I'm just getting old. You're just getting old, bro. We're both just getting fucking old, you know. I, I, I can tell... I, I can tolerate the women, like, you know, you know, but the, the, the guys, like, you know, I, I fuck off, okay? No, I can't tolerate any of them. No, why would I tolerate the woman? Well, I mean, you, you're in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to fuck them, so I don't care about that. And I swear to God, a lot of them, like 18, 19-year-old girls, baby-faced as fuck, dude. It's weird. I can't. I look at them, I'm like, oh, you're a kid. <laughs> you know, I can't do it. Really? Because I've noticed the opposite. It seems like, it's, it seems like fucking nine-year-olds are getting tits and ass these days, which is really fucking disturbing. No, see, that's the thing. They are maturing quicker, like, uh, body-wise, but face-wise, they're still children. Like, look at any, like, the guys. Check them out. You know, they're same thing. 
You know, you can just tell somebody is young. And you got to look into the face. You got to look at their damn face. They don't have, like, the face of someone that's seen anything. Now, they're, they're fucking maturing like crazy to the otherwise because of, I don't know, plastics in the water or some shit like that. But, yeah, that's they, they look like fucking kids. Even, like, 20-year-olds, just baby-faced. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I just... It makes me, like, angry at them, you know? Like, I, like, I've been through some type of war, and I've got, like, I'm missing an eye. I got, like, a scar through it. And, like, they're trying to talk, and I just feel like they shouldn't bam, even bam, bam, be bam, allowed. Bam, bam. Yeah, I just feel like they shouldn't be allowed. Like, you know that scene from Louie when um, he, goes, he goes in hungover to that coffee shop, and it's all these hipsters, and all he can hear is, like, Bam, shalap, ham, bam, 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 like that's that's what that's all I hear when I I see young people. That and a lot of like terror. If I see too many of them in one place, I panic and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go there. Look at all of them. What if they turn on me? Like they're gonna turn around like it's the fucking you know uh, uh, body snatchers. You know, just point at me and go oh like. <laughs> I don't want them to think that I'm trying to be cool with them, you know. I, I, I guess I just won't go get a sandwich from that place until they're not busy. Hilarious prank, guys. Every 20-year-old listening to this, I don't know how many there are, you need to go to Brian's house right now. You don't even need to do anything. Just just sit outside his house and just, you know, and just and just be and just be young. You know, he'll, he'll fucking go insane. Yeah, let's see how well that works out for you coming to my residence. <laughs> But yeah, going back to the baby face thing, now that I think about it, you are right. Because I was thinking of, uh, you know, you know, well, what's her face? Daniel Brigoli, the the uh, no. the cash me the cash me outside girl. Oh yeah, uh, was it bad baby? Yeah, bad baby. Yeah. Like, like you know, she started doing rap videos when she was like fourteen, and it's like she's kind of like the body of like a fucking twenty five year old. But like when you look at her face, yeah, she's very baby face, yeah. and it's fucking creepy. Something in the water, dude. Something in the water. I mean, I don't know if it's all, like everybody drinks bottled water now. Maybe that's what it is. Or like all the birth control. That, you know, because we have the same water since the dinosaurs were here, right? It just gets used up, recycled, and rained out and all of that. Well, all of the pills, the like the, the SSRIs, the birth control, like all of this weird shit that we've been putting in the water <clears> that we put in our bodies. You know, beer, like all of this unnatural fucking shit. It's causing, it's causing defects and fucking, fucking birth defects in fish. Yeah, making the frogs gay. I didn't hear about the birth defects. We got that three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. Uh, we've got we've got like you know a massive increase in you know hermaphrodite fish and <laughs> you know a massive imbalance in the uh, you know the gender ratios. There's way more like you know girl fish being born, you know, and it does have demonstrable effects on human beings. There was a study I think about a decade ago comparing the size average uh, testicle size in De- Denmark versus Finland. And fins were on average, average had bigger balls because the water there was far less polluted because Den- Denmark is more industrialized. Hmm. That's fucking weird. Dude, I, <laughs> maybe when people say like the future is trans, I mean, it's fucking true. We're just all going to be hermaphrodites. We're, we're, we're all going to, we're all going to be genderless. Yeah. Oh we're man. All gonna, we're, we're all, we're all going to be genderless, and we're all going to get uh, muscular dystrophy by the time we're 25. That sounds fucking hilarious. 
I'm just gonna be a ghost like in Among Us, like walking around doing my tasks and like, you know, my tasks will just, I don't know, be haunting people. Like I can't imagine that death would stop me from bothering people. You know, like there's there's no way that I stop bothering people after I'm dead. There's there's I will bother people uh, long after I'm gone. I guarantee that I will bother all the people I've ever known and uh, hopefully others that I haven't. But, you know, I, you, have you heard that that weird theory that like the gray aliens are just time travelers and they're like us from the future and like they come and visit like that's just what people evolve into. I think that was the premise of uh, of the of Star Control too. But yeah, I've heard that theory. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know if it's a theory or a movie or whatever the hell it is, but I like the idea. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and they're all and all their fucking uh, experiments on us are supposed to be like they're they're molding us into them, you know, which you know raises so many questions about uh, par- time paradoxes that you know it'll make your head explode if you think if you think about it too much. I fucking love time travel stuff, man. I'm a big fan of time travel stuff. Uh, I think that's the coolest story device to to use for anything. I'm always down to check out time travel shit. Uh, oh, it's cool. It's just it's just very difficult to do right because like you know you can you can introduce so many fucking you know plot holes without without thinking about it very clearly. Well, yeah, time travel is a fucking plot hole, man. You know. You just make your own way of this is how time travel works in Back to the Future. This is how, you know, time travel works in uh, 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 Shadows of Destiny. This is how, like, you basically, you got you got two main, tra- like, ways to look at it. Either when you go into the future, you cannot visit yourself because you, in, you know, uh, February 15, 2021, left. So you just vanished. You disappeared. Or... There is a you that keeps keeps going, and then you can visit yourself, um, and then that that's like the Back to the Future method of doing stuff. So I don't know. I think time travel is fucking neat. It's like a cool fucking like every story should be about time traveling ghosts, bro. Because like I really don't care about any other fucking things. It's got to either be about a ghost or time travel. Because otherwise, it's just fucking gay. I don't care about like. Oh, I fucking went to the store and then fell in love and murder mystery. I don't give a shit about that. Give me a ghost and a time travel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's also like you know the time machine rule of time travel, which is uh, the movie time machine, which is where you just make it up as you go along. You ever seen that? The time machine? Uh no. The two thousand. Yeah, the two thousand two version with uh, Guy Pierce and uh, Samantha Mumba. I saw it as a kid, and I got to rewatch it on the plane coming to Mexico. Um, man, it's a fucking shit movie. Yeah, but time travel, though. Oh yeah, the time travel. The, the time travel. Uh, time travel effects are pretty cool, um, but the plot doesn't make any sense. And also, they—it's Samantha Mumba. God, she sucks. I don't even know who either one of those people are. Some, you remember Samantha Mumba? She was a. She, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like she was a big deal for about 15 minutes in the year 2000 Samantha uh, Boomba no I have never seen this person in my, in my life yeah she was like a, she was she was like a charting singer for some some shit and you know uh, she's she's not very good the thing that fucking the thing that fucking you know confused me about her was like you know she's fucking uh, well first that name Samantha Mumba and I thought she was like you know Maori or something like Polynesian no, she's Irish. Turns out she's fucking up She's fucking Irish. Just it's just that her father was like from you know Angola or something. Yeah, I've never. I don't even know what Angola is. 
It's a country in Africa. Samantha Boom, I gotta tell you, I guess was her song. Um, I'm sure if I heard the song, I might remember it. I'm sure it was on Carson Daly's TRL fucking countdown at some point. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing the public agree with me because, like, after that movie, she just kind of vanished. Ah, it seems like she was just a pop star that they just got into a movie, and then for whatever reason, she wasn't popular enough. That's, yeah, I mean, she was, you know, yeah, she's like, you know, she's like Aaliyah, except she didn't die in a you know plane crash. Yeah, she was supposed to be in the Matrix. Oh yeah. yeah no, now that was now the tragedy that that never happened. Yeah, dude, I'm. I hate that I'm going to see the fucking Matrix 4. Like, at some point, I'm going to watch that fucking movie. And I know uh, it's not going to be are, good. Yeah. Dude. It's not gonna I, don't, be I don't even particularly like the Matrix, but I'm going to fucking see it. Well, I mean, the first one was so good that mm. you watch the other two, and you're like, this is... Well, I, those video games are okay. Fuck, I just like the idea of the Matrix. <laughs> I don't know. I think the first one is it's not a bad movie, it's just it's just overrated, you know. Why? It's a good movie, dude. I the mean acting the, the acting is fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was in fucking nineteen ninety seven or nineteen ninety nine, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, it was bad. It's not, it's it's terrible and you can't really blame well well you can blame it on you can blame his Keanu Reeves bad acting on him because he fucking sucks ass in every single movie you ever he ever He's ever acting. He has the uh, he has the he has the emotional range of a brick wall. Um, but Carrie Man Carrie Carrie Ann Moss and what's his face the the fat black guy they're actually pretty good actors. Um, but in that fucking movie they're all f- everyone's fucking flat. They have no emotion. The the, the dialogue is way too on the fucking nose. Uh, fight scenes are cool. Premise is cool. You know, f- you know, it, it, it's a joy to watch. The, the CGI effects still hold up pretty well. Which is a big no, deal. CGI ages really poorly. Oh yeah, they do. No, you haven't seen it lately. It's yeah, and um, I I would say don't go back and watch it. You just keep that in your memory. That like that stupid helicopter scene doesn't look fucking awful. Um, yeah, it's it's not that great. But you know, the only the only awesome. the only good the only good actor is uh, the guy who plays Agent Smith. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is kind of like. What made it cool is like we were kids when it came out, and like it really was just kind of written in a way that like a kid would write like a cyberpunk campaign, you know, or like a shadow run campaign or something. Like it was really the writing was bad. It was a stupid fucking movie, but yeah, it's pretty sweet. Like it's just good. It's still a cool thing. Um, the other two, Mark Mark, yes. Mark Ames described the Matrix as uh, Philip K. Dick for retards. That's pretty <laughs> accurate. I, I don't know. I like uh, I still like the Matrix, man. I like the idea of it. I don't like the movies. I don't, you know, but the idea of it's cool. Like it's a cool world. It's a neat thing. Um, it's, a, it's a great concept, you know. Um, though of course they've gone and retconned it to be like uh, they, they they're claiming now it's a metaphor for transsexuality. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, I know. That's a fucking that's a joke right there because it was like. Uh, the other two movies were pretty clearly just kind of fucking tacked on because they got greenlit to do two more. It was not always supposed to be a trilogy. That's a fucking lie. You could tell by looking at it. Um, and the second one's so goddamn boring. Uh, oh, God. The worst fight scenes of it. Some of the worst fight scenes in any movie. Because half of them just fucking end with Neo running away. 
like a bitch. There's no resolution. It, it was it was bad, and then the whole third one is like it's in the real world instead of in the. I, it's just which is gay. Yeah, dude, it's fucking awful. I mean, but the first movie kicks ass, dude. It's a good one. It's it's really cool. I mean, I'll you know I'll go back and watch them in preparation for Matrix Four, which I'm gonna watch like everybody else. But uh, I don't know. I just I I I always thought it was a bit overpraised. Eh. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but it's just, it has a special place in my heart. Well, uh, well actually, now I think about it, part of the reason I don't like the the Matrix isn't even really has to do with the Matrix. It's the fact that the red pill got turned into a, the pill metaphor got overused, yeah. beaten to death, resurrected, and then beaten to death again. Yeah, dude, I was listening to the radio today, and uh, there's like some just mainstream conservative podcast called Red Pill America. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind fucking, of. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking shoot myself. <laughs> I know, dude. I was I was sick of hearing about red pills and blue pills in 2012. <laughs> okay, and now we've got we've got black pills, we've got white pills, we've got purple pills, we've got clear pills, we've got iron pills, we've got you know 500 pound 500 gram suppository pills. I'm tired of hearing about pills. Oh yeah, I know. Holy cow. I, you know, I just the, you know. In part because I have to, in part because I have to hear about so many fucking Zoomers telling me to take the red pill. Oh, take the whatever pill. It's like, listen. I don't take pills. Instead of, I I wish I did. I probably should. Um, You know, instead of taking, instead of taking the terror management theory pill, why don't you just, you know, this is a nice way to say it. Hey, have you ever read any of uh, Sheldon Solomon's work? It's based off of uh, this guy, Ernest Becker. It's, like, really interesting. But I guess that's too long to put into a fucking tweet. It's really not. Well, yeah, and then, you know, right, you know take... Part of me, I don't like the pill metaphor. Common Phil used to talk about this when he was still around. Um, the thing with the pill metaphor is, like, it, it, the idea that, you know... Learning or seeing the world is just as easy as taking a pill. It's mm. it's not. It, it it involves you know actually putting some effort into into comprehending the world and comprehending your place in it and comprehending the nature of existence. Right. Well, I mean, uh, to to counter that, um, they, all of these supposed like different red pills and whatever pills and pills and pills are just kind of now. Uh, looked at as like the red pill on this question, that question, that all of that, which doesn't that kind of line up? This sounds so gay, but doesn't that kind of line up with our fucking bullshit world that we are now where you just, it's, you take a, a plethora of fucking pills uh, all at once. And that just gives you a certain type of fucking understanding, which is usually like, I like those Marvel movies Uh and nothing against the Marvel movies. It's just the first fucking commercialized piece of shit that I could think of. I I, I respect what they did with them. I was just never gonna watch that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the the people are fucking over medicated. Like you have to wonder how many fucking fuck. How much of how much of the mental illness that we see on Twitter is just a result of people taking all these fucking pills? I don't know, but I think most of those people should probably still take because I think on the left side you got people taking way too many pills. And then on the right, you have people not taking enough pills. And I think what we need is just universal cyanide capsules. And all... <laughs> I 
was about to make a joke about taking the cyanide pill, the yeah. only one I endorse. You know, just fucking, I don't know, where everybody can take a fucking Xanax and then, like, chill for a day. Just give everybody a Xanax and then take their phones and throw it in the fucking, well, you can't do all the, good God. Can't throw them in the lake, but just get rid of everybody's phones and have them take a Xanax for a day and uh, see, see what happens. See what happens. Just, just, just toss them all in a Faraday cage and, you know, you can, you can give them back afterwards. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I would love to just have one fucking moment of, of just damn silence. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Silence doesn't fucking exist. God damn it. I, there's so many. I, I got to buy a tinfoil hat now because of all the, the, the radio waves and Wi-Fi signals. I got to. I, I mean, I, I got to start putting blankets on my windows, Matt. You got, you have to, you have, you have to, uh, you have to, you have to invest in a Faraday cage. You have to actually know what a Faraday cage is. Well, yeah, it's the thing that blocks out all those damn signals, and I'm trying to turn my house into one. Then, I w- no, I'm not going further with the spit. Uh, it, it was going to turn into a Waco bit <laughs> or a Ruby Ridge bit, but I'm not doing it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. You want to do Terror House News while I piss? Go right ahead. Anyway, um, just some updates, folks. Um Broken Uterus by Kai Jentan, translated by Xenon. That is our next book, Terrace's next book. It'll be out on Friday. By the time this podcast goes up, we'll probably already have pre-orders up. Um, you should subscribe to the Terra House newsletter. There will be a link uh, in the description um, to get all the advanced news on what we are doing. Um, and we'll also be publishing some excerpts from the book uh, on the site. In fact, there already should be an excerpt up on the site by the time you listen to this podcast uh broken uterus by kai Gentan, really great uh, book of poetry uh superlative work uh by Gentan, superlative work by xenon and translating it go check it out it'll be out this friday february 19th um our next release uh specters of saturn by patrick kilgore has unfortunately been delayed by a week it will be out on march 5th i apologize for that we've had some uh, we've run into some unexpected difficulties um, but we will, we will, we will have that out very soon. We will also have Patrick Kilgore on the show. We were actually supposed to have Kai Edward Warmoth on the show, uh, but he tells me that uh, he told me before we went on air that uh, his internet got knocked out because of uh, the, these, these fucking snowstorms that are raging across the fucking fucking country. Beautiful. Uh, we'll hopefully, we'll we'll hopefully he we'll hopefully have him on soon. Um, and you know, since Bryden is a huge fan of Benjamin Welton, uh, I want to urge everyone to go check out uh, Benjamin Welton's short story, No Return, on Terra House Magazine, which is the winner of our January 2021 Best of the Month Award. You know, He's already gotten his prize with you know, the links. Uh, yeah, go check out. All of our writers are great, uh, you know, but uh, it's just, but Benjamin's Welton's the best great. One. And we've got, yeah, he's he's Ryan's favorite writer, favorite yeah, he's philosopher. Yep, and we've got a few more books from him coming this year. So, uh, and, and lots of great stuff too. We've added a we've added a number of great uh, books that are coming this year. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the news. And that's the news. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a uh, like a sound effect for that. And that's the news. That's the A team. Can't be that. Can't be the A team. I was thinking I was thinking more of something along the lines of like Paul Harvey. This is Paul Harvey. Good day. Yeah, and now you know the rest of the story.
Good day. Oh, that guy. That guy was fucking fantastic. Yeah, he died when I when we were kids. Yeah, but he he kicked ass. Oh man, you know what? It's you know what's weird to me. They still will play Casey Kasem and like his his bullshit on the radio now. They'll just like play full Casey Kasem shows. Just like, well, he's dead too, right? Oh, he's been dead forever. Yeah, but they still like play. This is the top ten of the you know whatever. They'll just straight up. I'm Casey Kasem, voice like butter man Casey Kasem was great and you know this was back when you know being a being a celebrity meant something not like like I mean we're celebrities in our own right that's fucking bullshit we're not Casey Kasem celebrities used to be somebody Casey Kasem was a man but they'll still play all that shit he's been dead forever people people yeah people people knew who the hell he was he was he was he was great he was also the voice of shaggy which i i didn't i i actually didn't know until recently oh yeah that's right he was on scooby-doo yeah yeah, yeah. no shaggy from fucking the icp <laughs> <laughs> fuck it i'm casey Kasem, and whoop whoop Always, the AI are going to be able to make him say that soon. Dude, all these AI voice shit is getting fucking wild. I love it. Oh, yeah. there's you, you, they'll, fucking, they'll fucking bring it back. There'll, there'll be new Casey Kasem shows. There'll be new Paul Harvey up, the news updates. I mean, yeah. And, you know, like, look, if you can't beat them, join them. And I say, all of you fucking turds should go ahead and get the Neuralink. You should... Just fall into, uh, you know, transhumanism. Definitely go and get that sweet vaccine. Wear a mask all the time because soon, wait for the upgraded ones that they form onto your face. And, uh, you know, I'll just live on the Outlands. You know, I've been playing Borderlands recently. I'll just live in a world like that. That's fine. You you should all definitely move into the 50-minute cities when, they, when, they, uh, when they're built. Mm-hmm. You know, you should you should definitely, you know, sell all of your belongings and move into a capsule hotel. Uh, you should de- definitely make sure that you own nothing because then you'll be happy. Now, what's funny? I do kind of think that if you own nothing, you might be happier because then you have less shit to worry about. But that's... Wouldn't, wouldn't that, would, would, that make, would that make homeless people the happiest on the planet? I've seen a lot of them that they seem pretty happy for about five minutes before they start yelling about stuff. Um... <laughs> They seem. I've seen some happy homeless people. They're they're usually tweaked out on a drug, but uh, you know they seem to be enjoying life. I mean, I'm just saying. I'll bet if you didn't have as much stuff, you would. You know, this is just like what monks do that shit, right? They're just like, oh, I don't own anything. You know. Yeah, I think we. I think we talked about this on the show. The uh, the bollocks, the Hippocratic oath uh, column with the lady discussed uh, pulling uh, shitty uh, shit and blood covered. Uh, paper towels out of a drunk man uh, out of a drunk homeless man's asshole uh <laughs> that guy was probably fucking happy when that was happening well yeah i'd be happy if you got all of those paper towels out of my asshole <laughs> well i mean he was he was happy because he was fucking you know just just blitzed on alcohol because again you know the, the the idea was that the guy had he was such an alky that he completely destroyed his stomach lining so like the alcohol just went scoured his fucking intestines and came out the other end right as blood. Well, I mean, you could do that or collect uh, Funko Pops. Either one. I have just about as much respect for you. 
Yeah, I still don't know what a Funko Pop is. Um, they're like a cute idea that I can't believe I was taken off so well. Like, I don't I get the hatred for them. I think people go overboard with collecting them. I've never owned one, but they all look the same. But they look uh, vaguely like like pop culture characters and stuff like that. Um, oh, so like little figurines? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just I don't know, probably about six six or so inches tall. Um. They're like bobbleheads, but they don't bobble. I don't know. You remember? It's not that much different. You remember the big bobblehead craze? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, except these guys are like, whoever made these, like, they got a really specific design that's, like, cute enough to where people are like, oh, fucking Iron Man, or, like, Doctor Who, or, I don't know, pick any baseball player or basketball. Like, literally anything. You get, like, politicians. You get anything. They really expanded to the point that you just any damn thing. Um, And, you know. It's, I'm just thinking of like the Joe Biden uh, Funko Pop. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it exists. Uh, and the Donald Trump Funko Pop. I'm sure yeah. that's out there too. Oh yeah. Uh, it's funny because I thought going by the name Funko Pops were like some kind of candy. No, no. But what you're saying is that they're more like Beanie Babies. Um. Yeah, but they're plastic. I meant. Ter- I meant. Ter- I meant in terms of like you know toys that like you know people were obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like collectible. Yeah, they're like real collectible toys and and all of that. I don't. I don't see them really having any value. Um, I'm sure some people think of them that way, but like also like there are some Beanie Babies that are still fucking valuable, but not a lot of them. But people went crazy for those damn Beanie Babies. Those were a thing for a while. Oh yeah, I remember that very clearly as a kid. Like my my sister had a ton of Beanie Babies. Yeah, people had Beanie Babies, dude. And you remember uh, that that great picture of that uh, divorce when uh, they were on the courtroom floor and the husband and wife were uh, separating the Beanie Baby collection. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. Oh, maybe dude. maybe I saw maybe, maybe I saw it as a kid, but I don't remember it. Uh, let me. I mean, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, <laughs> here, I'm going to send it to you. It's a, it's a famous picture. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's I, it's just rough. It's just rough. They're in the middle of the damn courtroom floor with a big pile of these beanie babies. Splitting oh my them up. God. I mean, it's. It's one of the worst things. It's one of the but like, how is it any worse than anything? This is what I try to 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 tell to people is like the world's always been dumb and bad, and it's just different levels of good or like of of dumb and bad. But I mean, everything does get worse and worse. Like I do believe that everything just gets worse and worse. <laughs> um, you probably just notice it more the longer you're alive, and then eventually. That's why old people are so fucking cranky, you know? That's why they're slow in the supermarket. Yeah, that they've got, you know, uh, like, their own uh, deal with, you know, being old and shit, physical stuff. But, like, they have nowhere to fucking be. And the reason is, they look at you like, where the fuck do you really have to go? You're just marching towards exactly where I am right now, okay? I don't even recognize the world around me anymore. And the thing is, you will not recognize the world around you anymore in 10 years you won't the world now is not recognizable to me as it was when i was 23 years old it's a completely different place the world, the world is not recognizable as it was a year ago yeah 
Yeah, that's um, yeah. I mean, we are going at lightning fast fucking pace here. I saw the dumbest shit today. Um, there were two people on one motorcycle. Okay, which is already irritating to me because it was not really designed for two people to sit on it. But they were both wearing a mask, and neither was wearing a fucking helmet. <laughs> and it's like, what do you? What am I? What am I supposed to make of that? Oh, I, you know, you, yeah, you very care. You care so deeply about your health. You desperately want to stay alive, huh? You're just riding motorcycles with no helmets, but you got your mask on. With it, it was the dumbest thing. I wish if they weren't going so fast, I might have taken a picture of it. Oh yeah, I've I've seen I've seen some pretty dumb dumb shit like that in Mexico. Um, I ordered from a uh, from a certain uh, from a certain food delivery app um, not too long ago. This was a few days ago. Um, I met the guy outside. Uh, my uh, hotel, and he 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 applied hand sanitizer to his fucking hands before he would touch my food. Like he like he got off the you know he got off the fucking motorcycle. Um, he pulled out his bottle of hand sanitizer. You know he's just, just lathered his hands up real real good. He was you know getting in every every crevice, um, and only then would he touch the food. It's like, dude, I don't care. I don't fucking care. Just, just give me my damn food. Do you, you don't know- need to you don't need to humiliate yourself like that. Yeah, exactly. That see, that's what it is. You know what that is? It's not for you. It's not for him. It's for the people that would freak the fuck out if he didn't do it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and those are the people that we're fucking ruled by these hysterical little fucking weirdos, who I I don't think there's no way anybody in their right mind after this long, who hasn't fuck like. Everybody has to notice that nobody's just dropping like flies, right? You would think that people would notice that because my friend, my friend has joked about it. Like with regards to Mexico, um, where are all the dead hookers? Because the love motels, the love motels never shut down in Mexico. You can go to, you know, you can go to one right now if you want to bang a hooker and it's completely packed. They never shut down. Um, so all the hookers should be catching, uh, catching the flu and dying, right? They should, you know, they, there should be, there should be a sex worker like mass grave. It, outside every city in this country, and well, yet that, they don't that, exist. That, well, there is. It's just not related to coronavirus. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. We would have, we would have had to like. They definitely would have gotten more than fifteen dollars an hour. We would have had fast food workers and everybody at Walmart just like you know falling over and all. And it's just simply not true. Uh, they they haven't done that, and yet you still get these people who this is the only ounce of power they've ever had in their life, is feeling this like dumb sense of like I'm doing the right thing. That person, I everybody wear them, and like it really is. People just don't want to deal with that small did, group of people who are just awful because you can't did, hit them. You can't fucking hit these people. So it's like I guess I just am trying to get some fucking liquor. Did, did I did I ever tell you about the I don't think I talked about it on the podcast the dumbest Corona thing I've seen um, since this whole thing started this is a month ago when I was in Mexico City I was walking around La Condesa the neighborhood and there was a lady walking through one of the parks she not only had a mask not only had a face shield but anytime someone tried to penetrate her two meter bubble of social distancing solitude she would start flapping her arms and and flailing around like an epileptic. 
Like the first time I saw her doing it, I was like, okay, she's just stretching, like whatever. But I, I, I watched from a distance. Every time someone tried to came up, come up for her on the sidewalk, because you know, this is Mexico City, it's a crowded place, she'd start flapping her arms again. See that those are the people that are these are the people that are in charge of like the, the social norms now are the absolute weakest of of humanity. Like there are outright people that are enjoying this who are very happy. You know, listen, I don't like shaking hands with motherfuckers. You have to do it. I don't like talking to motherfuckers. You have to do it. I, you know, I, I don't like going places. And you have to do it. There's we, there's so many people that are just on board with this and have convinced themselves that they have some type of PTSD from because the, they'll act like, oh, but things, you know, like, oh, but if we do this, things will go back to normal. And they don't want them to. I guarantee they don't want them. Do you remember the beginning of this fucking farce when there was like uh, that fucking asshole that like wrote this like children's book? Uh, that was like, um, and the world started healing and people started singing and baking and like all of this absolute bullshit. And it's like, here we are a fucking year later and, uh, that guy's still a jackass and you've just, you've, you've made people awful and now like compliant to the weakest and shittiest individuals in our societies, which like they're crazy people. Like I'm not even blaming them for being freaked out because they're just dumb and have bought into this. But now we're all in this weird collective delusion and nobody wants to get yelled at by the fucking dumb people who three years ago, we would have just said, shut up faggot. Like that's all we would have said to them was shut up. Hey, why don't I talk to your fucking manager? Stop bothering people. Like they're the same people who would tell you not to say retard. Those are the people that are doing this now. It's horrible. Yeah. There, I, I like the way you described it a while back. You said basically everyone has turned into the equivalent of that weird Jewish kid whose mom made him carry bottled hand sanitizer around and ho- open open doorknobs with Kleenexes. Did I say that? I mean, that sounds right. You said that. Yeah, you, you said that. I'm giving you credit. All right. Good for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what they've done. It's weird. It's weird, but I think it's really it, it, more than that. I do think that people just don't want to fucking cause a fuss anymore now. I think you can't have lived with this shit for this long and not, like, I don't know anybody that's died of this shit. I don't know fucking anybody who's died of coronavirus at all. I don't know I, 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 I don't know a single person either. You know, I it's... Uh, I don't know a single fucking person, you know. And, and anybody that, like, is, like, somebody I know of... That's like, oh, my so-and-so died of it. It's like, oh, really? How were uh, how, you know, how they died? Or like, oh, well, they did have stage four pancreatic cancer for three years before that. Oh, yeah. Like, they oh. Were, oh, they were a type two. They were a type two diabetic. They you know, already had a leg amputated. Oh, they actually were in a nursing home in New York City. Like, oh, OK, well, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, but, you know, it, it just. Like, I think now the majority of people just don't want to fucking cause a fuss. They don't want to get into arguments. Because, like, anytime I go out, what I've done now is I just put I, I put the damn thing on around my chin. And that keeps people from saying anything to me. If I have nothing, they freak out. If I just put it around my chin, they say nothing. How is that? What is that? That is 
That is both useful to know and the absolute fucking dumbest thing I've heard all week. It's absolutely terrible. I mean, you know, it's absolutely terrible. It just doesn't make any sense. If I don't wear it immediately, people start like, and it's, you know, just always shitheads. Like, it's like, I'm sorry, do you own this store? Like, you're taking it upon yourself? You know, it's always white people, too. It's always fucking shitty white people. And it's never the fucking employees, because, you know, these minimum wage, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, no, I've had a bunch of employees. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Do you own this store? You know, no. These are just shitty I thought these were, I thought these were, I thought these were just you know random people coming up to you like customers. No, most of the customers at this point nothing. I've still had that before, but no, it's like employees. I mean, it's been it's a consistent thing. Um, you know, it's just like they're all nightmares now. And yeah, I don't I don't give a shit. If if one of these employees comes up to you and is a hassle to you, eh, tell them to fuck off. You know, they're ruining your day, you ruin their day. Fuck them. They don't own the damn store. You know, and plus they're you know they're not getting paid enough to really care that much. You would think, you would think. It's... Well, so you haven't been you haven't been kicked out of a store for not wearing a mask, have you? No. Well, there there you go. They don't care enough. Well, they care enough to try to argue with me about it. Well, you see, you know, they put up a weak ass fight, and then they you know when you when you own them with verbal ju- judo, they walk the fuck off. It's, it, I mean, it's an absolute. It's an absolute fucking, you know, it's it's a disgrace. Like, I think at this point, the only people that are doing it are just fucking nuts. But the majority of people are just going along with it now because who wants to get into a fucking argument while they're just like, shit, I forgot to get cilantro. You know, so like, it's already bad enough being in public places around other people. It's already terrible. Nobody enjoys it. You know, it's it, this is interesting and, and, and a weird thing. I can see in the eyes of people at the grocery store now. They're no longer happy. You know, man, I used to love going to the fucking grocery store. I would just walk the aisles and find new items to buy. It was the closest thing I could have to a spending spree because I'm not so, a so so, uh, so 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 did I. Every time I went to a new country, one of the... One of the... First things I loved doing was just going to the grocery store and just wandering around seeing what exotic things I can buy in this country. Yeah. You know, and and have you noticed this? Because I don't see the same... Buying food should be, especially as an American, it's it's a cool experience. You know, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes, especially if it's crowded or whatever. I look into the eyes of these fucking people, and nobody is happy. People are talking significantly less as well, which I think is interesting. Um... You know, nobody, nobody's happy to be there. It's a, it's a fucking chore. And maybe I'm projecting. I don't know. But uh, if, if anybody else's experiences have been different with that, but yeah, I get aggravated every time I have to go to a Seven Eleven because I have to strap on the fucking face diaper. Well, I'm just gonna start. I'm just, I'm gonna take your, take your cue and just start wearing it around my chin to see what people do. Nobody, nobody in Mexico gives a, gives enough of a shit to enforce the rules anyway. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, put it around your chin. See if they say anything about it. Uh, you might get some dirty looks from some weirdos, but those people are psychotic. But for whatever reason, that's fine because it shows you it's not about the science of anything at all. It's not about any of these it's things. It's about compliance. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's so bizarre. And then, especially if you see like somebody like um, you know with their mask under their nose or whatever. Watch as as people you you know the people start to lower theirs more and more. Like it is it is now just this weird delusion, um, 
and the only people that are enforcing it, you know, besides like different governors and, and mayors and stuff like that. I mean, if you're stuck in one of those areas, then while well, you're just, you know, you're kind of screwed. Cause like, I understand if you have a business and it's like, uh, if everybody doesn't wear a mask, we're going to find you a thousand dollars. Then I understand why they're assholes about it. But the only people that are making a fuss about this are weird little fucking biddies who have no fucking control over their own lives. I mean, they're absolute losers. But we're all going around with it because who wants to get who wants to make this some viral video moment of them calling someone else a goddamn jackass and they have to go on Glenn Beck and they get fired from their job? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to that woman in La Condesa who was flapping her arms when they went and got close to her. She probably makes her husband wear a mask during sex, and she's preemptively covered all of her furniture in plastic. She, she's a fucking miserable individual. Well, they're all miserable, dude, because the thing is, uh, something I've been thinking about a lot recently is something um, uh, Albert Camus uh, said in one of his essays um, when he was talking about the left. And this is obviously, you know, back when he was alive. So what was like the uh, was it? Oh, what? I think that was like the some sometime in the 30s, something like that. I don't know. But the way you describe the left is in many passages but like the way the the thing that stuck with me was that these people frame themselves as compassionate but they're not because they're not worried about people that exist now they're worried about you know future people these people that are a possibility these people that don't even exist they're not worried about the people here now at all these people are far from i'm paraphrasing him a lot but and taking a lot and into my thing but they're not they're not fucking compassionate at all these people don't give a shit because they don't care about the pe- how miserable all of the people here all over the world have been, you know, I just think about America, how miserable all of these people are doing this. It's supposedly about these people in the future. That's all progressivism is. Is this not about you? It's about these supposed people in the future. That's not compassion. That's fucking transhumanism. That's some weird bullshit. I care about people that are here now, and I barely care about them. I... That's who these people are, and they're uh, well, allowed to cloak well, or, themselves or, in this. Well, ordinarily, you would take that impulse and you would put it into something healthy like having children, but they've done it in – they've completely warped it into something psychotic. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that having children is a righteous or healthy thing to do. I think it's biologically natural, but maybe I've been listening to a little bit too much David Benatar. Um, but <laughs> – I like him. Uh, but – yeah, no, they would have done something that was not bizarre as shit. Because all these people are unhappy. And that's funny coming from me because I'm, I'm very unhappy. Uh, but I'm content in it. But it's... It breaks my fucking heart to see who these people are. Like, uh, it's... They're the most spiteful, vindictive, just hate-filled pieces of shit. And this is their one opportunity to feel like they have any type of control over their lives. And the thing is, none of us have control over our lives. So probably just buckle up and accept that. Or you can use the the, the culturally approved and the government approved way of exerting your power onto other people 
and it's like in the gayest, most limp-wristed fucking way possible. No offense to gay people. Like, uh, you know, it, it, at least at least those people are dudes. Like, <laughs> this is all just pathetic, weird people. Just the weirdest. Bioleninist is the term that I learned from you, and like, I, I think that's that it's that's kind of what it is. These people are misfits that would have never, ever accomplished anything. It's horrible. These are pe- these are people who, like, in the natural order of 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 things, would be fucking shining our shoes. Yeah, but I wouldn't make anybody do that. I can shine my own shoes. What, I got to pay you to shine my fucking shoes? I'll save the money. I don't want to shine shoes. Well, they could be doing something worse than that, like cleaning sewers. Yeah, I don't know how to clean a sewer. But yeah, basically, it's it's people who have nothing fucking going on in their lives, like you said. Just just rel- relishing power over us because it's this is the first time in their lives they've tasted power. And it's, it's like a sad. fucking... It's fucking pathetic. Well, it's like I don't... That's the thing is like I don't like hate them anymore. Like I don't respect my fellow citizens at all. I mean the way that everybody just is kind of going along with this is it doesn't I, there there's no spirit left in these people. It's it's gone. You know, I don't I don't look at anybody like oh you're wearing an American flag t-shirt but like you know you're still just doesn't matter. I mean, we've been relegated to like there's two different sides of things. Either you're one of these people, or you, you know, where are you supposed to shop? Like, oh, I get my coffee from the Black Rifle Patriot Supply Patriot Patriot for Patriots and American Flag Patriot Patriots. Also, let's you know, let's keep giving all this money to other countries and let's uh, you know, still gotta care about this Corona. Did you hear about the Operation Warp Speed vaccine? Okay, when Trump said it, but not when Biden said it. Patriot Patriot, and then you got the other fucking assholes. Who are just totally nuts. They're like, I'm rebelling against the system. Put on your mask. It do, none of it makes sense. Like everybody, there is no one, there is no one that I can meet on a daily basis that I would say is, and this is, sounds bad, is my fucking peer. They're not. They're dumb. I'm an idiot. So holy shit, they are real, real dumb. So whatever comes humanity's way, you know, uh, hopefully it's ice storms all over the whole fucking country. Uh, and we all just fucking turn to ice. Good. It's horrible to say, but it's true. We Brian, fucking deserve it as a, as a, as a species. Brian is praying for a harp malfunction. Yes, please. Can we do that? It's like negative seven degrees in some places in Texas. Meanwhile, Southern, Southern Florida's like 92 degrees. Oh, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's like fucking. It was like uh, you know, seventy degrees in Guadalajara today. I, I I always love laughing at the fucking southerners whenever they get snow because it's like you know, it's 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 a nice contrast. Like, oh, we gonna get you, damn Yankees! South will rise again. Oh my God, it's forty <laughs> degrees out. Whatever shall I do? Oh, Three feet of snow, and their fucking electrical system, grid couldn't couldn't handle the fucking load. It's already it's already buckling. Well, that's some messed up stuff, dude. You know, um, all this wind power is great and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, I get that Texas doesn't normally freeze like that. But, oh, what if it does? So they've got like 4 million people doing rolling brownouts. Like, what the fuck? Probably got people some who, who, who legit freeze to death over this. Yeah, and that's not good. I've, I've, I've been in this situation before. When I was in, uh, when I was in Ar- Armenia, uh, 
two Christmases ago. Um, I got really fucking sick um, on the ride in from Tbilisi, uh, and one one night, you know, like I was, I, I, I had the flu, I couldn't do anything but just like sit around and sleep. Uh, Province-wide power outage, and all of my heaters were electric, so I was fucking freezing to death for hours and hours until the uh, the landlady decided to hook up the generator. Um, that's America now. That's Texas. Because like Armenia is a fucking poor ass shit country. Yeah, yeah, but everybody, all the Armenians in America drive BMWs, white ones, for whatever reason. My friend, I mean, yeah. my friend, I give you a good deal well, on took... <laughs> I give you a good deal on BMW, my friend. Well, how do you think Armenia became so poor? They took all the money with them. Yeah, and probably also, I imagine the whole country's run on credit card fraud, from what I know of Armenians. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, great guys or whatever. Never met one I didn't like. But, uh, yeah, credit card fraud. Holy shit. Gaudy uh, jewelry. I mean, it sounds like a pretty dope place. If if Armenia is like all the Armenians I ever met, I definitely want to go clubbing there, my friend, my friend. Oh, Armenia, Armenia is a pretty cool country. I, I, I really like it. It's just it's just janky as fuck. Yeah. It's a shame that that's that is really what America is becoming. Like, it's it's an absolute mess. And yet I'm supposed to sit here and be like, oh, good. Good thing we beat fascism, I guess. <laughs> like, we won. Yeah, we won. Now go ahead and go. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you kids, go share that one marshmallow by the fucking campfire that used to be our house. Democracy has been preserved. You're not going to get and, it, and it, you're not going to get your but you're not going to get any Social Security. It's being cut to pay for your stimulus checks, which, by the way, is a thing that's being floated. Oh god! Are you serious? They're, they're going to get rid of Medicare to fund the stimulus checks. What happened to Medicare for all? <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened to it? No refunds, Jack. Oh man, you gotta love that shit. You know what I heard uh, today that just filled me with the sadness. I I uh, uh, sent you the the link. Uh, Doctor Anthony Fauci received $1 million as a prize for defending science from uh, some institute in Tel Aviv or some shit. Um, so he, he, heroically, he, he heroically stood up to Alex Jones and his herbal supplements. He got a million dollars, bro, and, like, <laughs> they had to go and uh, try to try to go through this impeachment shit with, you know, the show. Where's where's this whole thing? Where is you know? And you still got people backing it. You still got people like, yeah, this is better. This is better. I'm like, if anything, it's just kind of the same. Like, there's been some things that I don't like, but it seems rather fucking the same. You're still fucked. <laughs> like, where's all these my people life, that need life, money? My life, my life hasn't changed substantially in the past month or so. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm making money. I don't need, I, I don't need that money anymore. I mean, it's fucking, fucking hilarious. You know, it's uh, a bunch of people are screwed now. They were screwed before. They'll be screwed even harder. But yeah, life is, uh, yeah, life is, life is pretty shit still. Yeah, my mental health has declined over the last few months, uh, to to great extents. But I'm just really coming to peace. Uh, with the whole idea of it, it's like, oh, yeah, actually just accepting that you're going to die isn't good enough. You have to want it. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh... What, you're, what you're saying is that you're going to start talking like a, like a, you know, like a villain in Metal Gear Solid. 
Yeah, uh, hopefully I'll make a little bit more sense. If I start sounding like I'm a Metal Gear Solid character, then like I definitely need to hop on some medications or something. <laughs> I mean, it just the whole thing. The whole thing's an absolute nightmare. And that's, I'm sure, is not going to make the, uh, besides Tucker Carlson or whatever with his big fucking great points or whatever, you know. I, that's another thing. That's another thing. I think Tucker Carlson might be controlled opposition. Okay, so you know, leave your mean comments in the in the thing. Um, I'm just calling everything. I don't. Who was that guy? That communist writer who just called everything a spook. Uh, I know you're talking about the names not coming to me. Right. Yeah. So basically, I'm just going to be like that guy. Everything that I don't like, I'm just going to call controlled opposition. I'm not even on anybody's side or anything like that. I'm I'm on the side of like, hey, I'm trying to drink over here. Why don't you turn down the music? <laughs> you know? No, you're on the you're, you're on the side you're on the side of the cyanide pill. Yeah, dude. Like, I listen. If we could all just do like you know, Benatar and Ligotti said, if we could just all look at each other and say, enough of this shit. And uh, slowly stop having children and stop trying. It could be a party. It could be a fucking party. The whole thing would be like, fuck it. <sighs> Nuclear reactor is going off. Who gives a shit? We just, it doesn't matter. We stop making energy. Who gives a fuck? I'm sure we have like 10 more years worth. It's fine. We just stop making it. Who gives a shit? In 10 years, you know, it, it, or it could be like that. I would love to live a David Bowie song. Five years. That's all we've got. We've got five years. Let's do that. Let's do that. The beast is shit off of this fucking idea that like I have to live for like a one more day. You know, just just let's all look at each other, nod, and go. That's eh, about enough of this. And then we just you know we just smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, party in the streets, and die. We could all just be brothers hand in hand. Uh so you're saying you're looking at five years and also uh, mop the hoople, uh, all the young dudes? Yes! <laughs> yes! All the young dudes carry the news. <laughs> yes! See, imagine what a different and better world that would be for the majority of people, right? Now, like the elites or whatever, they're going to have to speed up their mission to Mars. Man, we're doing a whole bunch of Bowie stuff. But they're going to have to do that whole thing. You know, they could all go, Elon and all of those fucking assholes, they could all go to Mars. I don't give a shit. Is there life on Mars? No, it's just a bunch of stupid cunts. That's who's on Mars now. And then what are they going to do without us? I'm a space communist. I'm like a, uh, what is it, like a, uh, nihilistic, uh, nihilisto-communist. That's what I'll call myself. It's like, we ought to just fucking party instead and then, like, just watch the world burn. <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's probably going to end up to be the being the title of the show. I'm not sure if I can put cyanide pill on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, might not, might not be a good idea. Oh God, I mean, I just don't see where I'm wrong, Matt. I don't see where I'm wrong. And I, I, like I, anybody you ask, anybody you ask is going to tell you like, yeah, shit's not good. And there's people that would say like, you know, God wouldn't put us here. We are the people that are meant to deal with all of. And I'm like, yeah. Or you could just like, you know, party in the streets with me and we'd just be like, ah, oh man, fuck. Hey, guys, 
This guy used to work at the dam. He stopped going to work. Oh no! What's gonna happen? <laughs> oh no! 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 <laughs> and just you know, just watch as we all just party in the streets and drop one by one like flies. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it sounds like a better way to go out than just working a shitty job and worrying about like friendships and and you know uh, business connections and like. Uh, worrying about the government and all that. No, nope, let's just all just grab and, some forties and, and get into the fucking and, street and drink. And bathing. Yeah. Paying your bills. Exactly. I mean, I'm sorry. I it, like all of this COVID stuff's going on. Why the hell do I still have to pay taxes? I don't. I don't know how safe it is for me to fucking pay taxes. We had to make special arrangements to vote. I'm not allowed to do anything that I usually would like to do, but yet we still have to fucking pay taxes. So why does that not fucking why does that not click in anybody's fuck uh, anybody's stupid little noggins? You know? Nobody 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 ever nobody's ever answered my question. Like if the government can just print uh money to pay its bills, why do we have to pay taxes? Yeah, just fucking, you know, pay your own fucking bills. Jerome fucking Jerome Powell over there. Like, oh, yeah, we got to buy back bonds and we flood the money with system. And it's like, why don't you flood my fucking wallet with a little bit of money, bitch? Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, how, how about you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, uh, Mr. Mister uh, Federal Reserve? Yeah, it's fucking irritating because it's like, you know, like economically speaking, no, all of this shit is fucking terrible. Like, if you want to be realistic and not do a joke about it. Oh, yeah, all this shit's terrible. But we are literally beyond the point. I was calling the point last year of like, this was already bad. This is going to be even worse now. Please don't do this. Oh my God, they're doing it. And then now I'm like, yeah, fuck it. No, the dollar's dead. This is, this is unstoppable at this point. This is unstoppable at this point. This is all going to collapse. It's really bad. And nobody will listen to me and that's fine. And then like, I'm going to stand around the campfire with the rest of you as we share one Hershey's kiss that we melted. And I'm going to go, fuck told you. Yeah, you know what? You know what it's like. It's like that episode of Hey Arnold, where uh, you know Helga and Arnold go to the French restaurant, and she realizes she has the coupon for the wrong restaurant. So she just she just starts ordering more food <laughs> yeah. to try and cover for the fact that she can't pay her bill. Yeah, yeah, that's a good old sitcom uh, story. Yeah, it's just like you don't know what to do, so you keep ordering more food. You're just digging yourself into a fucking hole. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is, and it's like. I, it's horrible, Matt. It's fucking horrible. Because, like, I know nobody listens to this motherfucking thing. But we've been screaming about this for a year. And I know I've been fucking yelling as soon as they were, like, stimulus checks. I'm like, oh, that's fucking obviously a bad idea. Just do open the economy instead. You know? And they were like, no. Here's a small amount of money. Now I'm like, fuck it. Give everybody 40, 50 grand. Who cares? Who gives a shit at this point? It, the money's worthless. Like, it's going to just become worthless. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. You can toss into the stock market or Bitcoin and then, you know, actually have a, you know, something. I wouldn't do shit in the fucking stock market if things get that bad. That's going to crash down. Bitcoin, they're going to fuck that too. That's There's a bubble coming there, I think. But I don't know. I've been wrong before. Uh, yeah. I, they're going to they're gonna take that. Like, dude, they seize the gold. I mean, like, they, they can seize Bitcoin. They can, I, they can do Don't give me this idea that it's like, oh, yeah, but they can't actually. Oh, yeah. Well, they can they can do that. Like, as, as, I mean, we're, we're just, we're living in a dying empire and everybody fucking knows it. 
and it's really irritating because it's like, what a gay time to be alive. All I ever wanted to do was just tell jokes. All I ever wanted to do from the moment I was a kid growing up, I just wanted to be a comedian. Now I'm too fucking sad to be a comedian. I'm not even funny on purpose anymore. It's just funny to watch somebody struggle to comprehend why they get up in the morning. And that's why people think that I'm funny. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. And this is totally unrelated, but I just saw um, on Twitter, there's apparently a show on TLC called Thousand Pound Sisters. Yes, I need to watch that now. That's fucking awesome. I, I take back everything I said. Apparently, 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 a new episode premiered about an hour ago. So, uh, and apparently, apparently, the uh, they're not a thousand pounds each. They're they're a thousand pounds combined, which I guess makes sense. I don't. Would it even funny. be physically possible for someone to be a thousand pounds? I think your bones would just snap at some point. No, they don't move, dude. Uh, thousand pounds. But yeah, the but yeah, the premise is that the premise is that they're trying to apparently they're trying to lose enough weight so that they can qualify for lap band surgery. Lap dance is, surgery. Lap band surgery. Lap dance surgery. That's a name for the show I could use. Um. So no, there have been. So um, looks like in uh 1941 to 1983, he didn't. Uh. Uh. Yeah, he didn't live that long. John Brower Menock was 1,400 pounds. He was also pretty tall. He was six foot one. Wow. Um, uh, some guy in Saudi Arabia was 1,340 pounds. So yeah, people have been that heavy before. There's really no coming back from that. I don't think, I don't wow, even know how you do it. I mean, that's, that's on the one hand disgusting and tragic, but on the other hand, it's almost, it's almost weirdly awesome. Yeah. He still had two kids and a wow. wife. So... It must. It, he must have. He must have literally looked like Jabba the Hutt. Um. Yeah. He didn't look great. He didn't look so good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't look good. But uh, yeah. Yeah. He had two kids and a wife. So think about that. <laughs> Fucking goobers. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, thousand pounds. See, if I weighed a thousand pounds, I'd be like, or like, if I weighed fourteen hundred pounds, I'd be like, yeah, fourteen hundred pounds, four pounds of four hundred pounds of it is all dick. He probably, I, there was no way that man had seen his penis for years, unless he had a really big dick. That'd be hilarious if it was four hundred pounds worth of dick. <laughs> He's just walking around. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a big penis. But yeah, no, I guess uh, fourteen hundred pounds. That's that's where people max out. Um, and what's weird, dude, is like everybody, like you know, your skeleton's roughly about the same size, you know, uh, like different like links and stuff like that or whatever. But like, it's not like he had a, like a really fat skeleton. It was just in there. It was just living in there. It's rough. I hate that for him. Well, I mean, he's dead. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I always wonder about the mechanics about how people, I, I always wonder about the mechanics of people getting that fucking fat. Like, how fucking inert do you have to be? Because inevitably, like, just going about your daily life, you're going to burn some calories walking around doing basic shit. Well, buddy, he probably hadn't walked for a thousand pounds. 
you know, I mean, he was, I would imagine, immobile for most of his life. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, you don't, you know, like, have you seen somebody who's 400 pounds? Like, eh, that, that makes sense. They, you know, it's, there's a whole uh, fucking show, like, uh, my 600 pound life or whatever. And a lot of those guys aren't 600 pounds. But yeah, like 400 pounds, that's, that's, that's a lot. You know, that's a lot to be. Now, they're like, there's some guys that are like real buff and like big and tall and shit like that. And they're like three something, you know, but they're still big guys at what you're like four what's your 500 pounds there's no guy who is not colossus from x-men who is you know more than five like that's a lot so yeah they aren't moving you know and then it just adds up and then you got the psychological yeah, aspect because it's like they're like oh i'm already this far gone i should never they, there's no reason to even try so they just goes and there's, goes there's and goes. all and there's all the physical stuff that comes along with it, like, you know, obviously, you know, lack of sex appeal and health problems. But there used to be a blog called God Hates Fat People, and one of the stories on it, like, you know, I remember it to date, this day because it made me sick. Um, it, it was a story about how, like, in high school, like, it was from some kid who, you know, played video games with uh, this guy who weighed, like, 300... This kid who weighed, like, 380 pounds. And... When this kid uh, went to the when, when this kid went to the bathroom to take a shit, he would take a barf bucket with him. And it was like, what, what the fuck do you need a barf bucket for? Well, Acria and all this shit in his fat folds, he couldn't properly clean himself. Uh, and yeah. as soon as he dropped his pants to take a shit, the smell of all this rotting bacteria would disgust him to the point that he would start throwing up. Good Lord. That's horrible. Holy cow. Why? Jeez. Um, well, that's not good. It's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely, it's absolutely fucking atrocious. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. See, I, I don't, I, I, I don't believe people that that think that the that anything is good in the world. I mean, that's uh, you know, that's 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 horrible, and that was obviously horrible for that guy. You know, just like the like the mental anguish of of having to do that. Well, it was probably awful, and then that you know deters somebody from even because self esteem is everything, right? So you get you get that and like ah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, I mean, I'm sure that guy's dead. You know, um, that's that's rough. Yeah, he he he's dead, and he um he's or he's gonna be dead soon. Because like this this blog was like ten years ago. Uh, speaking of which, uh, according to this article, uh, the currently the currently the uh, the fattest person alive. Like this is this this will shock you, man. This will not shock you at all. The fattest person alive is a Mexican. What? How much does he weigh? Um, how much does he weigh? Um, initially reported to weigh one thousand one hundred and five pounds. Whoa, mios dios! What? Well, well, actually, no, no. That was his. That was the initial report. Um, his actual weight was thirteen hundred and eleven pounds. That's uh. It's a lot. Like that's a lot to weigh. 
Like, I mean, I feel like a fat oh, piece yeah. of shit. And there's pictures of him. There's pictures of him right here. He's playing a guitar, you know. It's nice that he's got a hobby, but, but like, he's got a fucking, uh, one of those, one of those, uh, breathing things. They, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Tubes they stick in your nose. Um, and he's also got a shirt off because nobody makes clothes for someone that fucking big. Right. Yeah. Not even in Mexico. Uh, yeah, because, like, I mean, who was that guy, uh, that Hawaiian guy, something in Israel? Uh, you know, he was a fat piece of shit. He was on breathing stuff, but, like, he had, a, like, a great voice, and he could sing, and he was like, somewhere over the rainbow. And I'm like, yeah, and then he's fucking dead. Um, oh, you know who's weird is Blues Traveler. You know the singer for Blues Traveler? Man, he's all skinny and shit now. He was a fat motherfucker. He's all skinny now. You remember no, that's song? a shock. Yeah, you're like, give, give you the run around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, I, you know, I was personally shocked to see Kevin Smith lost weight. Kevin Smith? I'm thinking of Kevin Spacey. But, yeah, Kevin Smith, yeah, he lost all the weight because he got on a vegan diet. But, like, now he's, like, double masking and bragging about it on the Internet and being, like, a complete fucking... Uh, douchebag yeah he's well you kind of always knew he was like that but i just it's a big part of my childhood is gone it's like kevin smith is a guy that i would just be like wow you're fucking gay i guess thanks for mall rats though you know (laughs) he's kevin smith is proto reddit that's basically what yeah dude for sure that's the shame you know that's that's the real shame of it all i mean what sucks is like a lot of these guys like a big problem with uh with these things is like just as the internet was dawning a lot of these motherfuckers who are now famous like especially like the writers and comedians and stuff were friends and then they just turned on each other and split ways you know and uh, it's basically gen x's fault why we have the sjw crap and it's it's fucking horrible it's fucking horrible and kevin smith is like so just such a douchebag I, I hate it. I don't think he means to be. Like, I'm sure he'd be a cool guy to talk to. I'm sure he wouldn't want to talk about politics. But those are the posts of his that get the likes and stuff. And it's like, you're an old man. Just stop. Just talk about fucking Spider-Man and Batman and shit. I hate him. I, I, I hate that I hate him, too. Because, like, An Evening with Kevin Smith is a fucking amazing film to watch. An Evening Harder, also good. You know, these are... These are good things. I mean, Clerks is fucking incredible. Clerks 2 even is good. But, ah, God, he's just such a douchebag now. I hate it. I mean, I always thought that was fucking incredible. He managed to fucking sell DVDs of himself talking to his fans. Yeah, but it's really... That's a pretty incredible grift. No, it's not a grift, dude. People overuse grift. If somebody pays for entertainment, it's not a grift. It's only a grift that people are paying for salvation. Um, have you seen anything with Kevin Smith? It's fucking hilarious. It's like it's really funny. He tells a bunch of funny stories. It's just stand up. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I thought it was funny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's a grift. It's not a bad grift. It's How funny. is it a grift? It's it's, it's, it's a, and I'm not even dissing him. I'm not even. I'm not even dissing him for doing it. Like I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the straight facts here. I'm saying the safe. The straight facts, homie. No. Yeah, and you're wrong because pay, people paying for entertainment is not a grift. That's people paying for entertainment. That's grift is thrown around entirely too much, and uh, I think it's. I think it's terrible. Also, streamlabs.com/slash/brightonproctor. Uh, 
should it should be yeah streamlabs.com slash terrorhouse magazine you know so you can ask questions before the show and shit um but yeah um i mean i mean i'm not even really saying a grift as a bad thing i'm just saying it's a grift no it's not a grift could be a good thing it can't be. That's the whole part. The, dude, the, the antique violin is a grift. What do you... No. People paying for our entertainment is not a grift. I'm going to go take a piss. And uh, I'm. if you're fine with it, we're going to keep going longer on this one. Another fucking 20 minutes. I'm going to go take a piss. And if you want to. All right. Uh, yeah. Um... I already did the Terror House news segment. Um, so, yeah, uh, Broken Uterus, going to be out this Friday, just to reiterate that. Um, Spectres of Saturn, as I said earlier, the release date of that has been moved to uh, March 5th. Oh, I forgot to mention this on the on the previous news segment. Um, with Light and Dust, the audiobook recorded by Xenon, will finally be out. Um, I don't have a firm date for that, but uh, we are going to have that one out by the end of the month. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, we've, got, we've got great books coming um, next month from Annie Nowicki, uh, Ralph Monday. We've got uh, a ton more ton more works coming from Benjamin Welton, David Lowry, Dave, Matt, Matt Schneider, Leslie D. Soul, Soul, and a ton of other writers that we haven't published before. It's going to be great stuff, right? Are you here? Doing, are you doing Terror House News Terror House Part Press. 2? Back? Yeah, are you doing Terror House News Part 2? Did you just repeat the same thing? Or <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually forgot to mention something in the first one. That's, yeah, I guess. Um, what would you tell him? It was so cool. Uh, we've got a. I was trying to make you say it a third time, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not down for the bit. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long. It's been a long day for me too. You know, it's not been a great day for me. So it's been a fucking horrible day for me. I've. Uh... Nothing worked out. You ever had one of those days, you know, where you don't want to wake up? Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. The best bet is to stay out of my way, motherfucker. This is one of those days. Yeah, it's just biscuit. all the... All Which is funny because I actually ordered that, uh, talking to another friend. Of... What? I think you better quit talking that. So come and get yeah. it. Yeah, that's life. I pack a chainsaw, chainsaw. your ass, bro. Why would he have a chainsaw? I I pack a chainsaw as if it's like easy to conceal. Like he just walks around with a chainsaw. But whatever. Sorry, you say what you you were talking to a friend about something. But I've just that line's always bugging me. I pack a chainsaw. I skin your ass, raw. One that's not even the device well, in which like, you could do that with. I don't think. I think it would be like a real rough cut. And two, who is? Well, I I, I was just talking about the lyrics. I was just talking about the lyrics. Packing a chainsaw. Pack a chainsaw. Chainsaw. That video was good as fuck though. You remember? Um. Like it had like all the cool guys from MTV. Like it had Jonathan Jonathan Davis from Corn was in that video and all that. It was like a big event, dude. MTV was like big cultural events, man. It was uh, it was cool. Now it's shit. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I imagine it's just about like molested and pregnant. It's probably a show on there now. Molested, molested, pregnant. Yeah. 
Um, and the sad part is, I probably a lot of us probably would watch that show. Oh, I a hundred percent would fucking watch that show. Are you kidding me? I mean, like it got like I used to think reality TV was fucking bullshit, and then like now I'm it just I don't know. It's the only thing on TV that confirms my bias that everyone is a fucking piece of shit. So <laughs> like it's just. I wonder how much reality TV has to do with the way people view the fucking world now. Cause like these kids have grown up on it. This was a new development when we were growing up. I so Oh weird. yeah. Yeah. I mean, reality TV came around, you know, in the mid aughts and, you know, stuff like the real world. And, uh, you know, what was the other one? Well, the real uh, Jersey, world... Jersey Shore was a bit later. Well, no, 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 because the real world was on when I was a kid, and well, you were a kid too. The real world used to be a rotating cast every season. The real world was on like when we were real, real young, or uh, uh, whatever. But then they had the real world Jersey Shore, and then they just stuck with it because that cast of characters was just so ridiculous that they were like, "Fuck it, let's keep milking this," and then they stopped rotating casts. I don't know why I know these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems embarrassing, but <clears throat> you want me at your bar trivia night, mm. dude. Of course, we don't have bar trivia yeah, anymore. Yeah, I too have a... You, you would have killed it on Jeopardy. Uh, no, yeah, you would have killed it on Jeopardy. I don't think they ask those questions. I don't, I don't think they do. You know. Yeah, I don't think they have. Maybe they do now. Jeopardy in the future is going to look real fucking stupid. (laughs) Well, I mean, Alex Trebek is dead, so, like, the main reason to watch it is gone now. Yeah, who's awesome that's not dead? Uh, That's, like, a childhood guy, you know. Um, Keith Richards is still kicking, which is hilarious. Betty White's still alive. Yeah, he's he's still alive. Yeah, there's. Joan Rivers. No, wait, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah, she died before Trump uh, got into office. She got into trouble before she died because she said that Michelle Obama was a man, and uh, Joan Rivers died uh, uh, getting cosmetic surgery, which I think she would have thought would be hilarious. She was one of the only funny women ever. She was fucking hilarious. Joan Rivers is so funny. Wait, she died during surgery? Yep, cosmetic surgery. She would have loved it. She would have thought it was the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, nothing suspicious about that at all. Well, no, she was always getting cosmetic surgery, man. I mean, you can only have so much of that stuff, man. Like, it's not like there's this myth that yeah, like I mean, cosmetic yeah. surgery is not yeah. dangerous it's still surgery dude like there can be complications and you can die it's surgery well I, I mean I mean tons of women die every year from butt implants so yeah yeah no cosmetic surgery is not a hundred percent safe you know I mean which is another thing that I don't know uh, I think is, is awful is uh, this this uh, like love of cosmetic surgery, like not love, uh, this like promotion of like cosmetic surgeries and especially like sexual reassignment surgery and stuff, especially when people are like going overseas to get it. It's like, 
Yeah, you could fucking die, dude. Like, it's not... Like, anytime they open you up and, you know... Like, your body's not supposed to be cut open, right? Like, you can die. You can straight up die. Yeah. So, it's... I don't know. You see all these, like, uh, like botched as, like, a game show or whatever. Um, where, like, people with bad cosmetic surgeries compete to get... Like, I mean, this is how sick the world is it's worse than idiocracy at least in idiocracy everybody was just kind of an idiot like like people just seem horrible now like they just seem like really bad and and the worst of what humans can be um and let me know what you think of this because this is something i'm learning about is this guy uh mainlander uh he had the idea that uh and it's a bit kind of out there but you know, use it for, for what it is. He had this idea that basically God killed himself and fragmented into tiny, tiny little, and I'm probably getting this wrong for any mainlander fan out there, uh, little pieces of, of himself, which is the will. And human beings are basically just, as we evolve and march forward through time, just completing God's suicide. Ain't that some of the most goth-ass shit that's like you've ever really heard, bro? That's a really dark version of the law. I was going to say, that's the, that is like a really dark version of the law of one. What is the law of one? Um, It's this new age uh, new age belief about the world that came about in the 80s. The idea that... I, I, I've talked about this with you before, I'm pretty sure. Basically, that all of creation is part of uh in, infinite intelligence you know that's god as it were mm-hmm. and we're all uh, subconsciously striving to reunite with uh infinite intelligence and uh the fundamental elements of i think uh were our love and light and there's there's something else it's a very it's a very cheery and you know weird way to look at the world uh the idea of god killing himself and us completing god's suicide for the will is kind of like infinite intelligence but flipped on its head and made really morbid yeah i think you take all the dumb little metaphysics stuff out of it i think you could like line it up and it makes sense though why are people it seems getting worse and worse and worse it does seem to me if you look at everything that people do it does seem like people want to die out as a species so I don't know if it's God's suicide, but like, I do think that all beings probably come to a natural end. And I think that that's maybe that's part of our programming. Maybe that's what we're supposed to do is we are supposed to march towards our extinction. Now I prefer that we just partied in the streets and grab some forties and just fucking like watch dams break. And we're like, Oh no. And just, you know, smoked weed. But I think we're probably going to get to there in a way less fun way. Uh, yeah, I mean, the ancient Greeks had their own view on this. Uh, they believed that humanity had gone through five uh, ages. You know, there was the Golden Age, you know, which was the best age, you know, when the, you know, the gods created everything and everyone was happy. Then there was the Silver Age, which was a little shittier, but not too much. Uh, it was still pretty good. Then there was the Bronze Age, which, uh, you know, was a downgrade from the Silver Age, but it was still, it wasn't too bad. Then there was the Age of Heroes, which which is the that was the era of uh, you know Odysseus, Achilles, you know the Trojan War, etc. You know the era of myth, and then there was the Iron Age, in which basically 
humanity was fucking doomed. You know, sons would betray their fathers. People would fucking betray each other. They just get worse and worse. And that was the era they believed that they were living in, the age of iron. So basically somebody was fucking Nietzsche, dude. Somebody wrote some shit that was like, because this is all Nietzsche has said. Nietzsche was like, you know, and people give him all this fucking undue credit for... You know, be like, oh, nihilist. Uh, he wasn't a nihilist. He didn't like nihilism at all. And, it, like, it's very annoying when I say edgy and goth bullshit that people are like, oh, Nietzsche. And it's like, uh, actually, I read way worse shit than that, idiot. <laughs> but, like, Nietzsche w- talked about this. He was like, yeah, God is dead. And we're in fucking trouble now. You know, he, he, that was his whole point when he was saying that. It, it was, that's what he means. You know, when he's like... This is horrible now. People don't believe in God anymore. So what is what is going to happen to humanity? And I think we're seeing it. I think we're seeing it because there is no God for people anymore. Um, now, I, I don't know if this is the end of people uh, as a species. I think you know, we're probably a little infinite. But, I mean, who knows? I don't know. Dinosaurs might have been sitting, sitting around, you know, talking. I don't know what they were up to. Probably not that, but they might have been. Who knows? And then we don't see many dinosaurs anymore, but we do see chickens and alligators. So maybe we'll go back to living in the water. That sounds cool. Yeah, water's pretty nice, you know, particularly this time of year. I'm not a fan. I don't like swimming or anything like that. But does that make hey. any any type? Because this, this is something that stuck with me. And, and like, a lot of mainlander stuff is not fucking translated which is irritating uh uh i like the idea though or at least my understanding of of this guy that it does seem like we are marching towards extinction subconsciously and it goes along with what legati uh believes as well and 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 really what i i think i do as well as much as anybody can believe something that another man wrote but it does seem like we're doing that. It just seems like we as a species are just marching towards extinction. Uh, and I, I, it's it's weird because it makes it comforting, Matt. It makes it comforting to be like, everything is the way that it is supposed to be. Well, I mean, would it comfort you more or less to, you know, consider that the idea that we have gone through, human beings have gone through this cycle before and we're going to go through it again? Because here's something, here's something to think about. Um there's a um, there's a there's a lake in northern India that was created by a nuclear explosion in ancient times because it has high levels of radiation and it's completely unnatural. It's no, it does not match with the, uh, the surrounding topography. Um, and then if you read like the Bhagavad Gita, you know, which is you know one of the oldest fucking texts in the world and one of the foundational documents of Indian culture. There are descriptions in it that sound like nuclear weapons. In fact, J. Robert Oppenheimer claimed that he had been inspired by reading the Bhagavad Gita to invent nuclear weapons. See, like, that, no, that makes me less comforted. <clears throat> yeah, see, that, 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 was the, that, was the, uh, that was the reaction I was, I was expecting. Because at the end of it, I'm hoping that it all is... Eternal recurrence is just supposed to be a thought experiment. It's not supposed to be 
what this all is time and 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 time again. I don't like that idea. But also, what am I but just the same as you, which is just just a jackass sitting here trying to pretend that I'm not cold in the fucking wind and at the whim of everything. I mean, this last th- th- this last year, 2020 taught everybody, I think, a real stark reality, which is your life is not your own. You know? Uh, and I wonder how many people went on real deep dives of how much they're controlled, not only by the government, but by their own instincts and, and things like that. Um, and just really their own biology. Uh to think to have to do it all over again, I mean, uh, it really sounds horrible. The only thing that can keep me going is the thought that it can't last forever, you know. But if it does, holy cow, you're going to find my, you time and time and time and time and time and time again, you're going to find my swollen fucking carcass just floating in a lake as I drive my car into the river with a seatbelt on. <laughs> I don't know why there's something weirdly comedic about that image. Well, yeah, because I'd be fatter than I am now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's rough. I'm, 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 visualizing you, I'm visualizing you looking like the fat kid in Willy Wonka yeah. who drowns in the Chocolate River. Yeah, yeah, or uh, or Brucasol who blows up with the, the blueberry. You know, same thing. Uh, she, she wasn't the one who blew up. Uh, Baruch Assault was the one who fell through the fucking. Uh, it was the other one who was blew up with the blueberry. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched that shit forever. Dude, Gene Wilder was a fucking beast, though. I mean. Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. It was that. He did uh, that, um, that uh, movie with Richard Pryor. Uh, what the hell was that movie? The, one, uh, the Wild Wild West I, movie? I, oh, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is up. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Great fucking movie. Dude, Mel Gibson, that that's that is one of the funniest damn things. It's not Mel Gibson, it's Mel something or Oh other. yeah, not Mel Gibson. Uh Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson probably wouldn't like Mel Brooks that much. Um, <laughs> Mel Brooks, yeah, Mel Brooks he's still alive, by the way. That's amazing. Mel Brooks is still fucking alive. Hey, that's that's another thing that's weird. Is like you don't want to die too young, but you also don't want to, I mean, for fuck's sake, 90? That's old, dude. 50 too young to go. 94 too old. That's just, I mean, I guess he's had a pretty good life. You know, he's, I don't know how beloved he is, you know, by the, the, the new crowd, this new generation of terrible little pieces of shit. But, and I do mean that. I do mean that. If you are, what do, what do they call themselves, Zoomers, you know, if you're a Zoomer, which I think is gay as fuck, Gen Z, all this shit, you're a little piece of shit. And I don't like you. Don't ever fucking try to talk to me at all. I don't like you. I kick you out of my chats. I don't like I don't like these kids. I don't like them. You know, I don't, I don't like them. Even if you think you're one of the special ones that's not like the rest, you are. You're a fucking joke. Go hang out with those fucking assholes. Get off my internet. I hate him, Matt. I swear to God, I hate him. I hate him so much. Like, is is ageist a good... Th- like, I mean, I'm not even, you know... I will take a 30-year-old black dude over a fucking, you know, 20-year-old white kid that agrees with me on all of my politics. Uh, be like, you're, I, I will take a 30-year-old 
fucking black liberal who like voted for friggin' uh, Kamala Harris over some 20 year old fucking white kid that agrees with me I any day any day because at the end of the day I can't talk to that fucking 20 year old without them being a jackass I'm pretty sure I could talk to the 30 year old yeah I'm, I'm starting to feel that myself it's horrible so I'm an ageist I think above anything I'm an ageist and I don't like boomers either just fuck them yeah fuck fuck boomers Fuck anybody who's not a millennial, dude. That's what I'm saying. Fuck anybody who's not a goddamn millennial. That's the only generation that... Look, I'm pretty sure we invented avocado toast. And that shit is good. We invented everybody having a podcast. And that's terrible, actually. Um, I think we invented ironic humor. We 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 invented angle, analingus. Yeah, okay, that's kind of a kind of an L on our side. Uh, yeah. At best, it's a, at best it's a neutral. Um, I'm pretty sure they were eating ass in the 20s, bro. I'm pretty sure they were doing that. Uh, you know what else did we invent? We had, um, uh, blogging. We did that. That was us. Uh, well, that was more Gen X, but we we did a better job at it. No, I think our claim to fame is avocado toast and podcasting. Actually, fuck the millennials uh, too. I was gonna say memes, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Craft beer. That was that's definitely an us thing. Craft beer is an us thing. Not paying your fucking bills because you think that capitalism is going to fail. That's definitely a millennial thing that Zoomers have tried to take over. Um, oh, debt. Being scared of credit cards and then not being scared of credit cards. That's also a debt thing, but that's an us thing. Uh yeah, we didn't do much. We uh, we didn't do much. Oh, being blamed for everything because we're still getting blamed for everything the goddamn Gen Z are doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah, we didn't do much outside of everybody has a podcast. That's our age. Every single person. Who do you know that doesn't have a fucking podcast? At least one podcast. Uh, in my age group. Yeah, Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I take back what I said. They're just stupid in different ways. We're stupid in the same ways, but different. Life is a life's a uh, life's a fucking flat circle, Matt. Existence is a flat circle, and you know what that flat circle is? Goatsy. <laughs> it's just a inside of a man wearing a wedding ring's asshole. That's all existence is, man. <laughs> I think I think that's a, I think that's a great place to end the show. That's that, a good that, one. That bit of, that's a, yeah, it's been a couple of hours too. Uh, but yeah, um, well, we don't have a guest on the show, so I don't have to talk about the guest. Uh, Brian, anything you want to plug? Uh, not doing podcasts at nine o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, we're. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not happy about this either. We're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not doing this again. Uh, but yeah, go check Brian now on Trovo. Trovo.live slash Bryden. Uh, are you still doing D-Live? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, why would I leave D-Light, man? Um, well, if you got kicked off. Yeah, I haven't been kicked off yet. I'm going to I'm gonna be there till I'm not allowed to be there. That's that's my rule for, like, any bar or, like, anything. I'm going to be there until I'm told to leave. So, because it's not about the money. It's about my dopamine. And, uh, you know, people come by and watch. It's, you know... What are you going to do? Watch horror movies on there. That's about it. It's, it's, you, you, can, you can watch uh, Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh, man, I would love to. That sounds hilarious because I think I know who they are. I'm pretty sure that those are like YouTube people whose like faces look like Goombas from Mario. I am... I'm gonna look it up right now, just real quick. Just, just, just. They, look, I'm gonna look, look it up real quick. They look, they look Chinese. Yeah, because their faces are so fat. Uh, I am pretty sure that they had a. Yup, those are the ones. They had a YouTube uh, uh, channel, and uh, look at where they are now. Fatter than all get out, and uh, getting paid to do it. They'll die. Now that's the thing that I want people to know about how sick our world is. Um, they, they will never be helped by this. They will die. And, uh, people will pretend that they gave a shit about them. And you don't. And Matt and I are the, uh, types of honest people that would say, holy shit, I can't believe that that bitch's forehead is fat. And, uh, yeah, they, they had a YouTube channel and then now they have a whole... They have a whole thing. Um, I'm gonna. This is the last episode of Terrorist Radio because I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Uh, I shouldn't be laughing at that, but because uh, yeah. one of these days uh, it's gonna be true. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Go, go check, go check right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I do want to actually plug uh, is uh, I just got Paul Town's book. Uh, it is the secret, and uh, I'm only a few pages in, and this shit is fucking hilarious and pretty good. So get Paul Town I, book. I haven't I haven't read that yet, but that's on my list. But yeah, it's good. Go check out Paul, check out check out Paul Town's uh, books. You know, he's he's a funny guy. He's a good guy. Um, but yeah, that's you know, go check out Brian's stuff. Um, you know, my website's madfunny.com. You can find all my shit in the links as well. And that'll do it for this episode of Terror House Radio. Be sure to check in every day. Terror House Magazine, terrorhousemag.com. Our books are at Terror House Press, terrorhousepress.com. Social media links in the description. And of course, you can always check out past episodes of the show at terrorhouseradio.com. Broken Uterus by Kai Jantant, uh, translated by Xenon, coming this Friday, February 19th. Terror House Radio is produced by Brian Proctor and presented by Jugs. Intro music by Anemic Extremist. Illigent by Non-Coverundum. Don't the bastards come down. I'm Matt Forney with Brian Proctor, and we are out. Yeah.